found a bag of books too and like hey are we throwing this out probably but uh would dave like some of these i think he might oh I'll take a look be up his alley lots of things are up my alley mm-hmm. <whistles> would be a good title for a podcast you happy i'm good <clears throat> let's, let's go, go. everyone welcome to sneaky dragon my name is david dedrick i'm ian boothby and how's my microphone dave we i didn't test you didn't test your microphone before uh yeah yeah i i, I got sloppy i'm sorry <laughs> i was busy researching and doing things sorry uh-huh. yeah i know you're fine okay good i can't hear you at all boom oh geez i was also assembling a million receipts oh really yes because it's still tax again ah yeah so it's uh it's what we're doing we're just, uh, putting it all together we've uh, paid an insane amount of money like an insane amount of money that would make you go uh and uh, now it's uh, just paying uh, more money so uh, oh boy yep that seems to be what they want money That's... they don't want a warm hug they don't want a story <laughs> they don't want a song oh man they don't want the twinkle in a baby's eye no. they don't want a puppy's lick <laughs> they don't give a tinker's damn <laughs> but any of those things no really it's all about yeah Money, that's what they want. That's mm. what they want. Yeah. And that was them uh, hitting us with sticks. <laughs> For more money. Yeah. But, it, you it's know, it's, it's okay. Again, it's gone from uh, impossible to uh, just really freaking hard. Yeah. So that's where we're at right okay. now. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it's better than impossible. Yeah. Because that's better. Yeah. I know it's hard. Yeah. It felt like before, uh, anytime you tried to do something, they'd uh, add a zero to the end of it. <laughs> so, every question you asked, yeah, I was like, oh, boy. are you sure you want this? It's another zero. Yeah. I, there's a, th- a part of me that wanted to say to them, like, who does this work for? Mm. Is it someone who has a mattress full of money and they were just hiding it, like old timey <laughs> style? You know, okay, fair enough. Did you ask that question? No, no, no. You don't ask anything. No, I was going to say, it's it's crossing the border rules. You shut up. You say the fewest things possible. And then you just take it. You take whatever they say. Again, Mm -hmm. uh, well, I always compare it to us going through the border that one time. And the one thing the guy said uh, where uh, he looked at some of my art and said, uh, why are you bringing porn across the border? And I said, "Uh, it's not porn because all it was was a person saying uh, fuck. Yeah. And he he said to me, it's porn if I say it's porn. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's the rule. The rule is whatever you say. That's right. Ah, very good. Yeah. Ah, I understood. And this absolute power you've been bestowed, <laughs> how's that working out for not well for me? <laughs> no. Okay, fair enough. But that, it's much like that. It's like they have mm-hmm. the power to either go, eh, you know what, why don't you just pay a little bit a month, then we'll just we'll work it out and it'll be okay. Yeah. Or we need it all now or we're going to destroy you. Yeah. 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 Not not American style destroy you, not uh, you know, but uh but uh Canadian style destroy you. So they uh, give you a smile while they do it. While they do it. Yeah. While they lock you in jail. No, they don't lock you in jail unless oh. you're unless you're a, tra- a tax frauder. But I think okay. in, I think in the states you can be locked in jail just mm. for like owing, which then the government pays for you. Which you know, good money investment there, geniuses. That's the best video game, tax frauder, where you have to cross the street with your tax returns and try mm-hmm. to avoid getting run over. Ah, very good. That's a frogger joke. Excellent. Oh, yes. Which I always, which I always have to. <laughs> Thank you for no, explaining. The only me. reason, the only reason I'm bringing it up and like saying the actual name of it is because uh, it consistently bothers me in that game that when the frog goes in the water, he dies. <laughs> and I'm like, you're in a, you're. Maybe like, he's uh, a toad. 
Oh, maybe is it? Well, it's not called Toad, is it? Well, it doesn't, Toad, if it, it was called really Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, <laughs> would, then yeah, that would make it sense. It involved him going to hell. I used to play a game called Preppy okay. uh, that was a ripoff of that. Okay. And then Preppy 2. Uh, not much different. Um, <laughs> but if he falls in the water, yeah. well, yes, a Preppy will drown, but a frog mm. needs some water. So if, if water is death to him, well, by God, he should die now because he's got just a hard road ahead of him. <laughs> Literally, many hard roads ahead of him. I was going to say it works because it's preppy because he has a shirt with a frog on it, but that's not the case. No, it's, it's a, an alligator. It's an alligator. Yeah. yeah. But you could buy the National Lampoon ones with the frog that was missing its legs. Do you know that little cartoon yes. that was then? Yes. You could buy a like a golf-style shirt with that as the little emblem on it. Oh, Dave. What? I, what? I couldn't be happier that you transitioned <laughs> right there into that. Okay. Um uh, as you know, this is the beginning of the show, and the beginning of shows where we do our plugs. Yes. So let's get let's get plugging. Let's get cracking. All right, I've got an interesting plug. Okay. Uh, soon. Uh, first of all, <laughs> let's uh, start with the uninteresting plugs. Well, uninteresting plugs are, as always, our book Sparks is available in bookstores. <laughs> That's very interesting. Yeah, it's available in bookstores. Uh, drawn by Nina Matsumoto, colored by yourself. That's true. And uh, and and written by me. Uh, had a very nice uh, note. From um, a mutual school friend of ours, okay, our schoolish uh, schoolish chum, uh, uh, Trina. I will not say their last name okay. for privacy's sake. Yes, please. But uh, she was saying that Sparks is the only book that her son has uh, has ever asked that uh, they could read more than two pages. Oh, that's great! Yeah, so that's it's great. his favorite book. It's so a real that, page turner. Yes, past two pages. Yeah, that, that's and that really did. Uh, did uh, mean a lot, a lot to me. I've heard a little bit of that kind of stuff from people too, where it's mm-hmm. like this is my kid's favorite book, and mm-hmm. it's always very nice. Anyway, it's available still in bookstores, and uh, Nina is hard at work right now on the second Sparks. Dave will be hard at work on that shortly. <laughs> it's right, my turn. Yeah, you'll you'll hear it in his voice on the show. Um, uh, the final for now issue of Extra Sisters is out in stores. Uh, Extra Sisters number five. Uh, and uh, soon the trade will also be out, but nice. uh, uh, reviews have been nice for it, and people seem to be digging it, and we'll see if it gets picked up in the future. I hope so, because it's great working with uh, Giselle Legacy. Also got uh, in Mad number six, there is... Uh, oh, that's really good, by the way. Have you, have you seen it? I've seen some samples uh, online. Oh, cool. I'll show you the full thing if you want. Mm. Uh, I'm, yeah. I, w- I had a hearty, actually, like a, a laugh. Like, I actually like, oh, laughed nice out one. loud Thank at you. your... Uh, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Which is super uh, racist. Parody. Yeah, super racist and sadistic and have halitosis because it's about <laughs> Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, Mary Poppins goes and visits uh, Donald Donald Trump. It's really good. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, I would say, 70% of it. And then there's uh, lots of chicken fat and extra background mm. gags that they mm. wrote. But nice thing is the songs are uh, ones I wrote. Yeah. So we've got to a song. It looks like it's pretty locked in. Except for there's one... Uh, syllable mistake that i think they made but who, who cares what are you going to do that's a chicken fat they had to add that in there they have sure. to add the extra syllable there there you are and there you are and i like that um tom richmond was very complimentary to your your writing as well tom's uh, amazing oh he's yeah. an amazing artist and, and yeah totally amazing but it was really nice that he uh also recognized recognized your writing that, that was very very nice he goes mm. to uh different conventions okay and he will do your caricature for $25. What? Which is, pardon my French, le fucking ridiculous. <laughs> because he is, I'd say, probably the greatest uh, car- uh, he really is. He really has... If not in the top I don't want to say that five. he's, he's you know, copying, but he really has that kind of old, like sort of Mort Drucker, 
Yeah. Angelo Angelo Torres, I think also would he see another artist in that, not that really, vein? I'm not really sure. I'm not sure if he was a writer or an artist. I just remember there was two there were two artists that kind of worked the movie angle in, in Mad and and Mordrecker, of course, being probably the most famous, but yeah, he really has a great uh, caricature style and uh, really yeah, and a sense of fun as well. Like yeah, that's the thing. Of... He also is uh, very good uh, with the acting mm-hmm. and uh, good hand gestures. And what was it? Mort Drucker had a problem with was it feet? Was it hands? There was something that was like is that right? There was something that was like his classic. He could little... never draw a penis properly. Right. Every time. It just, so he wouldn't he, be able he, to do Trump because he's a huge dick. Am I right? <laughs> That's, there you go. There you go. All There's his characters always satire. wore pants when yeah. Mark Drucker did uh, his drawings That's in Mad too Magazine. That's too bad. That's why he never could never, work at, never, he could never get, at That's why he never worked girl. in superhero comics. Like, yes. never did superhero comics. Uh, one more plug, and then I'll turn it over to you for your plugaroos. Oh. Uh, what? We, uh, my wife, P and I, uh, I've got, actually, we've got like our own uh, strip that's coming up in the next Mad uh, called... Well, I can't tell you what it's called actually yet. But anyway, it's coming up. Okay. Let's just say. Okay. And they've been kind enough to expand it to two pages where it was sure. going to be one You're not going to say what it's called? like what they, what No, no, actually I'm not because they haven't said it themselves yet. So uh, oh, I've got to okay. like let them reveal it. And okay. I can't tell you again what we're parodying next time too, which is a separate thing. I'm doing. Okay. Anyway, okay. Uh, it's a small thing, but move about. Uh, <laughs> but we're also doing stuff for the New Yorker. We're doing New Yorker cartoons. And uh, one of the things that's been happening that's kind of fun is uh, so we're part of their merch now. So oh, you, yeah, so, yeah. So if you go to the Condena store, yeah, there Con, you go. Condena, Condena store, which is, yeah, Condena. Yeah. Or if you just look up New Yorker store, yeah. New Yorker store, uh, you'll see, and you enter, uh, Pia Guerra's name, you'll mm-hmm. see the cartoons we've done. And you, you can get them on so many things. Dave, <laughs> why don't you try and get, let me see how many things. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven things. Okay. What so, would you say that they're on? Okay. Uh, bags. Uh, like like a tote bag sort of thing. Uh, you know what? I really wish they were, but they are not on oh, a tote bag. How about a pillow? Sorry, one second. I strike one, Dave. Can <laughs> hear me? Let's just do this hangman. All right, yeah, no, Dave. Yeah, you're correct. They are they are on throw pillows. Okay. All okay. right. I will we'll give go. you that. All right. Um, Try not to get three strikes, Dave. A please. mug. You're you're absolutely correct. So mug. Yeah, that's two. Okay. Um, thank you. Uh, let me just think here. Can you get them? Can you get like a like a like on a notebook like on a front cover of a notebook? A notebook, a notebook. Well, oh nope. my gosh, Darn no, it. I'm sorry no, about that. That's wrong. Now let me just give you. Uh, let me. How give about you... a shirt? How about a t-shirt? Bang on! That would be absolutely right. You okay. could get on a t-shirt. Uh, there's there's something that you have made of uh, Sneaky Dragon mm. uh, that that you could uh, get it made into. So it's something you have done in the past. I have done in the past. Yeah, a bit of merchandising you have done for Sneaky Dragon. Yes. Oh my gosh, I. I... I don't even know what I did. In well, you only got one strike left. We <laughs> no, that's not fair. Um, oh, dear. Something that I've done for Sneaky yes, Dragon in the past. Uh, yes, sir. Would it be a print? Uh, you can get it as a print. I'm going to allow that, and I'm going to turn over all the cards. Uh, where I was going with that was a phone case. <laughs> oh, okay, a phone case. Oh, yeah. Right. So I didn't you, do a phone case, but okay, I did like a skin. But I, have, I see what you mean. Oh, okay. Well, I, have, well, I think that's what they're probably... Okay. I don't know okay. if that's what they're talking about. But yes. Oh, and I was wrong with the home d- decor... Here's what you can get. You can mm-hmm. get a wall art. There you are. Lovely oh, wall art. Yeah, Many yeah. different types of wall like art prints. Like a tapestry? Prints. Oh, well, I'll tell you, Dave. You can get canvas prints. You can get frame prints. You oh. can get acrylic prints. You can get metal prints. Yeah, yeah. You can get wood prints. And you can just get straight out uh, yeah. the uh, art formerly known as prints. Um, <laughs> you can get throw pillows. You can get hand towels. Hand towels. Wash your hands or any other body yeah. part on uh, our art. Because uh, wow. you can also get bath towels. Well. Wipe your butt. <laughs> Gonna, with with say, our jokes. I was going to say, yo. Hi, how about going to the beach? 
Get yourself a beach towel. Get yourself yep. a beach sheet. Beach sheet. Beach sheet. I didn't know you get a beach sheet. Get a beach sheet. How about greeting cards? It's good for everybody. I don't know. Sure. Why, why not write mum? <laughs> um, iPhone cases and Galaxy cases. Okay. Uh, yes. Those are the popular things. You're very popular nowadays. People do enjoy using their phones. They also enjoy wearing shirts. So that is, uh, we got men's clothing shirts. We got women's clothing. We got youth clothing. We got toddler clothing. We got baby clothing. Wow. Put a baby in one of our uh, sure. little satirical shirts. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know what they're wearing. <laughs> they don't know. They got no clue. Wouldn't they be kind of upset that everyone's chuckling at them? Yeah, probably. And then coffee mugs. And the nice thing is if you go to the website, uh, you can see it in 3D, the 3D coffee oh, mug. Oh, okay. It's pretty fun that you rotate it. That so is cool. So that's my plug season. Why am I plugging so hard? Because I owe the government money. <laughs> so I'm going to do this all day. Oh, uh, I'm going to be a couple of cons too in March. March okay. 1st to the 3rd, I'm at Vancouver Fan Expo. So that's if you're in Vancouver. And uh, March uh, 22nd to 24th, I'm at Victoria at uh, Capitals, Capital City Con. Okay. So come say hi. Pia will be there as well. We'll nice. have a lot of uh, uh, books to sell and such. And, and also yes, pillows. Sir. And pillows and uh, beach towels and, and uh, throw rugs <laughs> <laughs> and macrame owls. Please bring only the, the least bulky items for, for your merch table. Pillows, beach towels, and throw rugs. You know what would be kind of neat? Because there are so many macrame owls in the world. I you know what? I used to hate them. Now I kind of like them. In a no, I made one when I was a kid too. I, yeah, I, I had to make I, one too. I do quite, quite like them. That and macaroni art. I just feel like it's time for a comeback. Sure. Don't call it a comeback. It's been here for years. Putting suckers and fears. Okay, go on. <laughs> it really has been, actually. You're not wrong. Uh, that stuff does not go away. Yeah. The glitter falls off. The macaroni stays forever. <laughs> I would say it would be fun to have like a, a macrame owl thing where you take all your macrame owls that people have in a town, yeah. go to the woods, and just hang them all hang up. Hang them in. Yeah. And just like have a forest of like hanging macrame owls. Cool. Yeah. That would be nice. Get on it, society. I don't know if I want to give give away my macrame owl that holds my fern. Oh, okay. Yeah, I need need a place for the Did you fern make to... your own macrame owl? Or <laughs> I, did I, you... I did not make a macrame owl. Do you actually have a fern? I don't have a fern. <laughs> Come on, it's not the 70s anymore. No one has ferns in their houses. Do they? People have ferns still? We had a giant fern in our kitchen forever. We could we could produce our own oxygen in our house with the, <laughs> with the amount of plant, the vegetation that was in the kitchen with that fern. Nice. It was there forever. Like it, when we moved in, my mom put it my mom installed it and it was there in, you know, until they moved, which was 20 years later. So People it was don't seem old to fern. care about ferns anymore. It has, no. it has gone the way of the fern. It's gone the, um, way, of the, Dave, gone the way of the spore. I, I've done so many plugs here. Would you like to talk about a podcast that's close to your heart? Sure. Sneaky Dragon. Oh, that one? Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, it's not coming out this week. It's coming out next week. But we have... Uh, a second podcast that's happening right now, which is called Sneaky Dragon Listening Party. So people should not be listening to this one. People can listen to this one. It just seems a weird uh, seems... specific thing that you're putting on the other one is like, <laughs> for listening. <laughs> Wait a second. I, and you're, and you're clearly realize... saying that this is not a party. Oof, I didn't. Yeah, no, you're right there. And we're not even a party of the first part. <laughs> <laughs> There's no such thing as a sanity clause. Uh, By the way, that's another podcast we've done, which is the Full Marks <laughs> podcast. If you want to hear where that joke comes from, there you go. Listen to all the episodes. It wasn't original. The yeah, Singing Dragon Listening Party. I'm doing that with my daughter Mary, and we are working our way through the uh, well-known and well-loved Sneaky Dragon mixtape project that I did three years ago, where I made a bunch of mixtapes. And people. those were released by a serial killer, right? And and it led to the victims. 
all the songs were clues. <laughs> is that what it, I don't know. <laughs> I was given yes. I was I was given all the songs in dreams, and I and I put them into, into including CD. the song in dreams. Was the, that the first the song? One? <laughs> that's right. The first song by Roberson was in dreams. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So we're doing those. It's been nice. quite fun. Actually, here's the exciting part. Actually, all right, here we go. This is this is strap in everyone. The amazing thing. I pull, ju- wait a second, guys. Pull your cars over to the side of the road <laughs> if you're uh, listening on the road because you do not do. want to like stop the treadmill do. if you're on because the treadmill. I want you to know. Put down your cat if you're holding your cat. I want you to be amazed by my okay. ability to procrastinate. I finally finished the Sneaky Dragon mixtape project yesterday. I mailed off the final five oh, wow. CDs to, to, a, to a listener who's a long-suffering listener who's been waiting for a couple of years for his okay. Let me do my impression of them at home. Yep. Chickunk. Huh? <laughs> It's pretty close. The hell? That's about it. What did I? When did I send? Yeah. Oh, what was yeah. it? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. How weird. Throw <laughs> <laughs> right in the garbage. Yeah. That's probably that's yeah. probably too accurate. Wait a second. For Check me on to... my Columbia Record House <laughs> <laughs> membership. Well, I paid a penny and I got ten cassettes. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Ten cassettes for a penny. That was that All was right. their uh, deal. Poor second. And there was no downside. <laughs> Not at all. Nope. <laughs> all the greatest hits, all the best songs, mm, yeah. all your favorites for a damn penny. Later on, it became a dime, but it's like you're pulling a scam. Why do you? Why do you got to make it a dime? <laughs> I guess it, a penny seemed unbelievable. Maybe it does. Maybe yeah. it does seem like no. I can't but you don't believe it. No, they wouldn't. Get that can't that. be real. No, for a penny. No, all that stuff. I'm getting hosed. Eagles' greatest hits for a for a penny. <laughs> Santana, Abraxas. Come on. This is ridiculous. There's no way this is real. Mm-hmm. This is some kind of, oh, 10 cents. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes more John sense. John Sebastian's greatest hit. <laughs> had more than one hit. Well, I guess John Sebastian on his own didn't really have more than one hit. You're right. Thanks. <laughs> I was going to say Love and Spoonful did pretty well. but Okay. That. I didn't even know he was part of the Love and Spoonful song. Well, he was. He was this, their lead songwriter. Now, Dave, would this be the kind of thing I'd learn on the Sneaky Dragon podcast? <laughs> yes, you would. Although, if I, I haven't played any sneaky, uh, any, loving, any Love and Spoonful match. Because I, I think that it's too popular to be... It's all people talk about nowadays. People love the love and spoon. They, they love good time music, and they're ready for it to come back again. That's all. That's what I've been hearing anyway. Really? Because I I usually play sad sack of shit. <laughs> sad sack of shit music. Yeah. Well, it depends what you're going through, how you're feeling. But let me tell you, if you're feeling blue, yeah, good time music. Oh, not the blues. Turn it around. Don't listen to the blues. You don't know what. When you, should I listen to the blues? When you wonder what people are doing in the morning. Ah. Oh. Yeah. What do they do when they wake up in the morning? <laughs> Well, this is my first problem with the blues. <laughs> okay, only one? Well, it's like, <laughs> you see this guy is like, you know, you hard drinking, doing yeah. all this stuff, yeah. all this hard loving sure, or whatever. Sure. And it's like, da-da-da-da, yep. I get up in the morning. Fuck off. You do not. <laughs> Shut up. What do you mean you get up in the work. morning? He has to work. Does he? Sure. Oh, this guy's got a job. Yeah, he has a job. Uh-huh. What's he do for a living? Works on the killing floor. <laughs> what? They're not going to be uh, able to be dead later? What's that matter? <laughs> You gotta kill them in the morning. <laughs> you have to get up early, so they don't formulate a plan of escape. You gotta get up early to work the killing floor. Okay. Well, that got dark. Anyway, uh, <laughs> again, it's just the kind of thing we're talking you hear. about the blues. This is the kind of thing you hear on the Sneaky Dragon uh, Listening Party podcast. Yeah, this okay. that sort of uh, aimless ramble. <laughs> it pretty is much the same. It's pretty much the same show. Only uh, there's a slightly different host. Right, and that's it. That you are a blood relative A completely different host. But yeah, we are related. Why? You can accuse me of nepotism? Listen, she works cheap. Mm -hmm. Like me. (laughs) Yeah, if something goes wrong in the show, you get a kidney if you need one. So it's good. there you go. Yeah. Not necessarily. Is that not how it works? No. 
Okay. We, if we didn't, if we weren't like match a matching type, I thought you just checked if you were a matching type before you started a podcast with people. Oh, is that right? Isn't that how that it goes? Oh, no, we didn't. Right. Should have done a blood test before we started this one. I found out my friend, one of my friends at work, is uh, oh. he's B positive, which is he loves bees. Only seven. <laughs> only is that what it is? Yes. He's okay with bees. Yes. I wondered what it meant. Only seven point six percent of Canadians are are, are B positive. Nice. That's a very small. I said, well, that's very disappointing. You can only help 7.6% of people in this country with your oh, blood. Oh, what am I? I think I am. I think I might be B as well. Um, Don't me... start showing off. No, I'm trying to think. No, pretend your part. I'm probably just something like A minus or something. I've got Everyone my has. blood donor card on me. Do I ever? Uh, ARH positive. Oh, you're A positive. ARH, it says. Does that... It always says RH, or it usually says RH. That, that's what does not that mean? the. I don't know what the RH means, but you're a, you're still a positive, yeah. Okay, well, it's nice to be a positive. Man. You're a positive person. I appreciate it. Mm, that's right. good. Good for you. Anyway, if, if so, if no anyone, you didn't like that killing floor. If joke. anyone was out there that was thinking of like sending us some blood, um, <laughs> I'm a, and yeah. you're. I don't know because I can't give blood because of uh, my cancer. Mm. Apparently, my blood is a little too radical for for the blood system. Right, because your blood's for, that blood's from the '80s, because that's when you got your cancer, and that's when blood was radical. Blood was <laughs> radical. No, that all makes uh, that yeah. all makes good sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, so here's a little bit of uh, trivia that mm-hmm. I did not um, give last week. Oh, okay. Or, or did I? Did I? Did I mention uh, what I what I am? A positive? No, it's in like. I did the Ancestry.com uh, Oh, no, thing. you didn't mention it. Oh, okay, there we well, go. How, how Irish are you? Is it 15% Irish? Okay, well, here's the thing. Uh, I'm, I'm, bring, I'm, bringing this, uh, I'm bringing this up. I'm bringing this up, and it's, yep. uh, it's telling me i got to go to the other uh, site. But I remember <laughs> generally what it is. All right, well. Okay. So uh, I'm, I'm hella Irish. You're absolutely right. Oh, okay. I'm hella Irish. Well, because the tests are done there, I think everyone is Irish when they come out of Right. This, I'm both. I'm a mix lab. of uh, Irish and Scottish. That makes sense, And though. so it's like about 95%. Sure. Wow. That's what it is. Wow. As Conan O'Brien says, lots of inbreeding. Lots of... Not necessarily. And then it kind of breaks down a little bit. But then... And this is where I've got some problems. Oh. I'm 2% Swedish. Mm. Okay. Not the good kind. No, here's the thing. Yeah. There is no good kind in our family. <laughs> okay. Because my mother-in-law... Uh-oh. ...who loves me dearly... Yes. Uh, Should you put that in the past tense? I'm going to just say this. And yeah. again, she's an amazing person. Sure. And I'm going to just say she's a great person. Okay. You've said a couple of things. And she's an amazing person, which sure. I have to say... Yep. Before uh, you say... Before I say what I'm going to say. Okay. She once said to me... Yeah. If you ever meet a Swede... Yeah. You spit in their eye. <laughs> she's not sweet on them. Yeah, because she's Finnish, and yeah. uh, there's some uh, there's mm. some back and forth there. There's a bit of bad blood. So uh, luckily, uh, she does not listen to podcasts. <laughs> we will never tell her that I'm two percent Swedish because yeah. this could just bring the she's whole. She's only going to spit two percent in your eye, so that's mm-hmm. that's not so bad. Now, why this is a big deal is that it's uh, more like she's just talking excitedly, and a little bit of spit comes out. No, I think it's. <laughs> But only 2%. And she's a bit of a smoker, too. So it would be like oh, a real tarry kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, and she knows what she's doing. She's been spitting professionally for years. She knows what she's... She's 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 on the ball on this kind of sure. stuff. Like all fins. It's the kind of thing... Yeah, it should have come down to it. She could knock you out with one punch. Yeah. It should have come down to it. You wouldn't expect it, but yeah. it would just be like, hey, what? 
boom, fist sandwich, and uh, you're going to take a nap after that lunch. That's how that goes. Um, but I'm adopted, so I never knew what it was. Okay. So one of the other things that they do is they go like, hey, there's some other people who have done this stuff. Uh, if you'd like to meet them, uh, here's your cousins. And so it uh, gives me a way of connecting with cousins. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So I've got two first cousins, and then I've got a couple of second cousins, and then like infinite third so cousins. So is this, is this other people who have had tests done? Yeah. And so it can and so the likelihood that we are related cousins yeah. is like about ninety eight percent. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So uh, you know, again, it's it's a nice thing for people who want to know who not to have sex with. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't see why you want to cut down on the options, really. Yeah. Like you know, don't ask, don't tell. That's my uh, theory. That was about cousins originally. I'm going to. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to do this test too to find out who my cousins are. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm 99% sure who my cousins are, but still. Well, th- okay. It'd be good to have like a... And I, w- I wish I could look and see like what specifically where in Scotland is, because they list all the stuff. Okay. And they give you a okay. little background history. Is but it now- Aberdeen? No, it's not. Is it Inverness? Begins with a C. Is it Cuntface? <laughs> that was so good, it got a laugh from the other room. And that's a hard room. <laughs> yes. But over there... That's yes. not offensive. It's not offensive. Now, at if all. you were to say Fannyville, yes. they would lose their minds. <laughs> that would really get, yeah. get something happening. It would not. It's uh, <laughs> no good. Sorry. I, was, I enjoyed my stupid <laughs> joke too yes. much. It's excellent. Um, so now I got to decide whether or not to uh, to uh, contact the cousins, which I probably will, but we'll see. My sister, my sister did it, and uh, basically her um, biological mom shut down all of her social media. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so it's like I don't want to cause no trouble. Yeah. I don't want to be you no know, nothing. Mm-hmm. It's all fine. I want to just say like, look, if you want to see who I am. This is it. It's fine. Don't listen to the podcast. Um, <laughs> don't listen the podcast. Oh, boy. Like, I don't want this to be what how they find out. What if What if my mom has a podcast? Yeah, that'd be good. Would it? Yeah. Just listen to your mom's podcast? Well, you can go on as a guest. Here's the, here's the other problem, too, is like with this ancestry thing, is yeah. uh, for many years, families have been able to just go, and that's mom, and here's your brothers and sisters, and everything's great. And then, uh, you know, this comes along like, oh, that sounds like fun. Then the family secrets come out. Yeah. And that's yeah. no good. Yeah. And then all yeah. of a sudden, oh, mom's really sister and dad wasn't dad. <laughs> and this happened then and they forgot sure. it. Sure. And they put it all behind them. But now it's on a paper. And what you going to do with your life? Ancestry.ca. Good luck, fucker. <laughs> Ancestry.disruption. Yeah. A little bit of that. Yeah. No, I can see that. But you would like to do your uh, see who your cousins and stuff are. I'm joking. Of course, I know who my cousins are. I'm my parents. Well, it's true. You never know. But uh, um, yeah, I mean that that is true. But it's more it's more just to get it done. Then the girls don't have to think about it because then they know. Oh, sure, sure. Then they know what they're they're a mix of. Okay. But I, I really don't know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm just completely white. Okay. So how, that's where I fall in the thing. I don't know. I'm just joking. I uh, think it would be mostly British, as I say, because they're trying to, you know. Yeah, I got pump that's up, the third thing up, on me is the, is British, yeah. They're trying to pump up the Irish tourism. So they're always going to put Irish into your into your makeup. <laughs> so you have to go there and kiss the Blarney Stone. You just feel <laughs> ob- obligated to. 
It's yeah. okay. Their economy is suffering a little bit. So yeah, I, as I know. said when I uh, when I got it, now I know what uh, what ethnic jokes I can do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All of them. Is that right? Because sure. Irish people are yeah. famous racists, so you can't blame me. It's genetic. <laughs> it's fine. I just meant that I'm just going to do a real Dave Allen at large. Now. Irish, I'm just going to be like, all right. So <laughs> a Swede, a Swede and a priest walk into a room. Here's how it goes. Let me tell you how it goes. Um, no, I just that uh, I don't know what I was going for there. It's okay. I'm going to stop. Okay. I'm going to get out while I get in As long as you're comfortable with spitting into a tube, I'm, then I'm you're fine. I'm fine with that, actually. I'm okay with it. Yep. Is the tube Swedish? <laughs> I, 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 I had to assemble it, so <laughs> <Okay>. possibly. <laughs> you had to assemble the tube, actually? Well, no. You just take it okay, apart. You take it apart. the thing, you put it in, sure, you seal right. it off nice and tight, put it in an envelope, mm. stick, it in the, stick it in the mail, and uh, there you go. And you go like my spits in the mail. That's weird. That's and then good. and then you go, of course, well, now someone's got my DNA. But, you know, if they wanted my DNA, they could have my DNA. Yeah. Anyway, it's not hard to get my DNA. My he, barber has my DNA. It's fine. Let me ask this question. Before you mailed off your, your sample, right. did you eat a bunch of potatoes? <laughs> could it in some way have been... I don't know because of all the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100%. <laughs> One of the, someone at work did it. And it's funny because up to that point, he was the world's proudest Lithuanian. <laughs> and after he got his test back. Wait, so how mm, long is that list of proud Lithuanians? I don't know how long it is really, but he's. Six? Well, maybe, but he was at the, he's at the top of it anyway, or okay. was. He was. Because right. here's what happened mm-hmm. he got his test back. And of course, you know what happened 45% Irish. That's <laughs> where the tests are done. Yeah. And uh, now you've never met a pr- prouder Irishman in your life. <laughs> And he'll come up to you and he'll go, so what's your opinion on uh, Northern Ireland? Do you think they should... Uh, I don't know. I don't have an opinion on these things. You have an opinion. A month ago, you started mm-hmm. having opinions He's on He's doing Lithuanian things. jokes now. Yeah, he doesn't make Lithuanians dirty, but Lithuanians. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, I don't have to hear about that basketball player who's Lithuanian. That's nice. Right. That one guy. Or that hip-hop star, Little Lithuanian. <laughs> little, little Lithuanian? Yeah. 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 No, I don't hear about him either. So anyway, that's what I am. So uh, you know, uh, go Shamrocks. <laughs> go, there you are. Go no, no, it is. Fighting. It is nice to know, though. You're that's nice. I wasn't sure whether or not they're going to do that thing where, like, ah, you're more likely to have sleep problems or this or that. But I think that's a different one. My uh, sister got it for me, so I didn't upgrade or anything. I just went with the basics. Okay, okay, which is fine. You know, I was. They, they might say like, I'm as cheap as a Scotsman. <laughs> they can say that. They can say. They, here's the thing. They look at it and go, "Like you had a lot of potatoes. There's your yeah. Irish. You're too cheap to upgrade. Well, there's a Scotsman. And the whiskey. So, yeah, both. Seems, you seem to have spelled a lot of things with U's and uh, Brit. <laughs> and I left, an, I, left just... a, I left an Allen wrench in the uh, in the envelope. So okay, there you go. There you, that's right. It fell yeah. in when you were putting it together. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I guess I'll have to do that now because I'm now I'm, I'm excited to to know these things. It would be a fun thing. Um, just go out to the backyard, get some chicken blood, mm-hmm. uh, and just put that in there and see what, uh, what happens. <laughs> would I, I'm going to pay $100 if I know my chicken's a chicken. Although it would be kind of funny how confused they'd be. Yeah. You're Polish. <laughs> so this is a Polish chicken. Is that right? Yeah, she has a Polish chicken, yeah. Interesting. That's a breed. Yeah. All right. So, um. I, I do, I would definitely have Scandinavian in me. Like okay. Viking blood in me, because I have red hair as part of my... Like in my beard or other parts of my right. body. I, I do like, have red hair and a beard too. Yeah. If I leave, let it go long enough, sure. then that's where that pops out. They're just Swedish. But you know what? It's why not doesn't your... it get to the top of my head? Why Why? Why is it so lazy it doesn't climb up <laughs> there? Get... But here's the thing. 
you should be fine. Like, it's not your fault that you have Swedish in you. It's just, at some point in the past, they came along the coast of Ireland and ravaged all the women. And uh, one of your ancestors, one of the results of one of that sort of intermingling. Yeah. It's fine. How dare you talk about my relatives like that? <laughs> just two percent. Just two, the only 0.02% percent of you. You fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> As I say, let's not. Dave. Yes. On last week's show. What a, what a clusterfuck. Yep. Oh, speaking of which, uh, that was someone's favorite chocolate bar, was the clusterfuck. <laughs> uh, yes. We asked, what's the best uh, chocolate bar? You said, what's the best chocolate bar? I clarified candy bar. Oh, I'm sorry. a bar like an O. Henry is not a chocolate it's not a bar. Oh, it's not a chocolate bar. I'm no, sorry. No, it is a candy bar. Oh, okay. I did not know uh, You that. have to have a certain amount of chocolate to be a chocolate bar. Okay. But we're picking nits. I generalize. We're picking nits. I always called them chocolate bars. I, of course you did. That's because of the you know race you are, which we don't know what it is. <laughs> Canadian? Um, so we asked the American. sub, and the sub question, sub question, what's the best sub sandwich shop? No, uh, sub question, <laughs> which chocolate bar needs improvement? Ah, let's let's go through the, the answers, Dave. Sure, sure. All right, let's hear from let's hear from our listeners. All right, our friend. Wait, uh, before we listen to the listeners, let's hear your opinion on these two things. Oh, or would you rather do that? Do I think that at I, the I end? think I covered this last last time. I oh, thought, okay. Was it uh, was I talking about like a coffee crisp or a uh, was it a, a Kit well, Kat had, or something or something? I think I added. I said uh, you said I the bar six or something like that. Oh, was bar it? six was the best one. Okay, yeah, that's right. I'm that. sorry. Okay, you did say that. All right. So, uh, what was yours again? I don't think I said what my favorite oh, one well, was. Well, then I guess we throw it over to you. Uh, if I'm if I'm left to my own devices, okay. Like to be honest with you, I like almost every chocolate bar. Like, there's no chocolate bar Even I would say coconut. no to. Yeah, that's not my favorite. Like Bounty Bar or an Eat an Eat More, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Those are ones I could I could do without. Like there's too much of whatever they are. It's there's a much. video on uh, on YouTube of you watching a gentleman eat and eat more. Is that right? Yes. Oh, that's right. And yeah, I don't don't don't. Yeah, it's them. called the best man. Dave's in it. It was mm. for uh, for my wedding. I had two best that's men, right. and one of the challenges was uh, I don't know what it led to, but it was like uh, it, we had a staring contest. A staring contest, and then. Uh, my friend Roger Fredericks uh, tried to distract you by eating an entire Eat More, and he did that. Here's mm-hmm. how he pulled it off. He did it. He did, he did it in front of my face, in front of my horrified eyes. Because he loves the Eat More bars. He does. It was his choice. Which really just to me feels like if you just went up against a tree and just rubbed it when it's full of like <laughs> sap. Yeah. And then just like arch on it. Wouldn't That's it wouldn't be a million miles exactly away. what it looks like. Uh, so if I, if I went into a store and just, uh, though I would choose um, Turkish Delight. Okay. Which I, I like because it combines milk chocolate, which I think is good, okay. with um, soft candy, like uh, chewy candy, basically. The inside is is like a, a gelatin, whatever, kind of candy sort of thing with chocolate around it. Like, what's not to like for me as a person who loves chewy, like, gummy bears and stuff like that? And then number two would be a Coffee Crisp. Coffee Crisp is a pretty uh, damn good bar. That's also a good, very good I bar. have uh, surprised Americans by sending them that bar, and they went, what is this? Why don't we have this? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Where did we lose a war? And it's like, <laughs> no, you were in too many of them. That's well, you were doing that. We were developing these chocolate bars. That's right. All right. So, uh, though, you know, if you've got problems with Nestle, then you don't do that. We'll find, it will find you a knockoff. It'll be fine. It's, it's a really good bar, though. Uh, okay. So, we're going to start off with Nettie. Uh, Nettie, hi Nettie, uh, who says, I don't think Snickers or Twix really need fixing. Oh, sounds like someone's in the pocket of big Twix. Uh, but you could put the cookie from Twix in a Snickers. Okay. So she's jamming those two together. So you got like okay, yeah, a crispy yeah. Snickers. Now, 
I, I, I want to let you know there are crispy Snickers out there. There's a couple of variants on the Snickers mm. that have come out lately. Uh, search your local store, especially if you're uh, in the States. Uh, I think uh, look up crispy Snickers. They got also a Snickers that's like, I think, all peanuts. Just like they got a Mars bar that's all caramel. You know? Well, the all peanut Snickers will answer someone else's um, improvement oh, question. Very, very good. Oh, and uh, their favorite uh, would be a Reese's peanut butter cup or a Heath bar. We're I not big, know, on, we're I not big what, on the Heath bars here. I don't. I've never seen the Heath bar here. Here, when I was uh, a youngin, and I would read Marvel comics, they would often yep. have ads, and they would have like Heath bars and yep. Zagnut. And oh, all yeah, these yeah. bars that <laughs> were just like, well, where's what are what are what, these? Yeah, what are these? Exactly. Fiddly Fadly and Bim Bomb and I can see them in this. Like, if I go get gas in the states, I do see them in the store there. Right. But I never feel like buying them. I don't know. I guess because I I have my favorites now. I feel like I've settled into a, I've I've nestled into a groove, and it's hard to get out of it. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can find. Uh, but a Reese's peanut butter cup would be my third choice in a in a chocolate bar. What thing. size do you like? Do you like the small, the medium, the large? Uh, well, I've never had those two, but it, that sounds gross to eat that. I I have seen like the the, the big, big hockey puck the, ones. Yeah, that just looks that just looks gross. Okay, I think small is best. Like the you know like a normal size, like a mouthful. That's good. You no, I need... hear you. Yeah, Clark bars. They would also have uh, the ads for. Oh wait a second! Oh, I think I, I think I might have the uh, the ad coming up. Oh, will I? Will I? Oh, maybe, perhaps, could be. Yes, here we go. Okay, here are the bars that were always like there. It was like get rich and famous was the ad. Yeah, and it was a Clark coconut bar. Okay. Oh, there are no Heath bars in this. My mistake. Okay. Then it was Clark peanut butter log. Yeah, not heard of that. Okay. And it was crunchy peanut butter. We do not have that either. Yeah. Zagnut. Always remember what, it. What a it's weird ba- name. It's bananas. Uh, Clark Mint, and okay. then just straight out Clark. This is a Clark. Yeah. Hmm. You missed all the excitement, Clark. Zagnet was just here. <laughs> oh, sorry. I missed all that. Uh, oh, jeez. Huh. Uh, yeah. The Heath Bar. So, 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 sorry. So, Nettie's choices were. Yeah. But that's the. the oh, I see it. Yeah. Zagnet. Um, so, sorry. Nettie's choices were. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. That's correct. Or, or, a, a Heath or Heath Bar. Bar. Okay. Yes. Okay. Nice. Do you know nice. what a Heath Bar looks like? No. Is it uh, related to the Cliff Bar? Uh, it, it looks uh, like that. There, I'm pointing it at you so you can see. It's it. like a wafer one. It's a wafery one. That's right. It's made of toffee, almonds, and milk chocolate. Oh, sounds pretty good. And it's, uh, it's been around since 1914. Well. Mid-war. <laughs> Mid-war. They was was America in World War One yet at that point? I'm not ah, sure. Ah, that's a good question. They were a little late. I think they started. I think they joined the fight late. in 1917. Yeah, so they were guilt. too busy with their chocolate bar. See, that's the thing. You, you you accuse the states of being in too many wars. Yes. And not having the time to be you know, putting into developing the coffee crisp bar. But there's an example of where we were fighting, but and America, fell behind in the chocolate okay, bar. Okay, but America engineering. was technically fighting. They were they were supplying money to the war. They were supporting the war. Not at that point. They no, just not during World War One. No, World, no, War, World, World War Two. They were, but not in World War One. No, I. World War One. I, I believe. And again, I'm trying to think. Like I did a thing for Street Sense on this, where. They were, uh, they were putting, it was one of the reasons that they kind of abandoned the gold standard later on, if I'm like remembering this correctly, where it was like, uh, the other countries were, uh, were upset that America was support, was in support of the war, 
but was not uh, putting their boys into the war, whereas they were putting their boys okay. into the war. But they were so they were giving money towards towards the war effort. Okay. They went, that's not enough. Like for a while it was, but then it wasn't yeah. enough. But I'll have yeah. to look that up because okay. that was a long time ago that I did. That I was research. thinking of the lend lease program from World War II. I guess very good. Here's here's how old a uh, uh, long ago it was. I had to look that up in the library. Went to a damn library. <laughs> had to get out away from my computer. Did you have to go look in the uh, card catalog? I did. I love the card catalog. Sure. I still flip through it. Yeah. Good smell. Oh, it's awesome. Absolutely fantastic. I love libraries. I would I would love to have a card catalog for my books. Mm. Wouldn't it be nice just like one of my yeah, books? Yeah. Just have that basement. Little, your Dewey click, Decimal click. number on there. You don't put your books in any particular order, do you? I put them in order. I don't put them in any particular order. Uh, they're just but they are grouped by author. But they're not alphabetical just because it would be just too overwhelmingly difficult to, to add new books. To, well, to add new books are also to um, because of size and stuff like that. Like I have shelves that are like dedicated as paperback sized gotcha. shelves, and then then there's like trade paperback paper size shelves, etc., etc. Et so reader, reader. All my Trollope books are in a row because I have all the hard mm. covers on one shelf, and then it L's onto a shelf of of paperbacks. Cool. All right, uh, Louise writes to say... Louise, hi, Louise. Uh, size mattered to me growing up. No, Louise. Uh, <laughs> oh, Henry was the biggest bar uh, by weight, so I yep. thought I was getting more bang for my allowance buck. There's yep. a lot of sexual double entendres in everything that she's laying down here. <laughs> Even the name Oh, Henry itself. Oh, Henry. That's right. Uh, you know, Henry so, Aldrich. Right. I wonder if there's a twist ending to this chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um... <laughs> I, I didn't know that some ingredients were cheaper than others. This is true. Uh, also, it was not a chocolate bar. It was a candy bar. Maybe back then it was a chocolate bar. Maybe they would have called it that then, but uh, they've had to change the name. Mm. Plus, she enjoyed the mix of uh, chocolatey coating, fudge, and peanuts. Uh, then along came Mr. Big. Oh. There we are. Uh, on the Sex and the City show, I believe she's talking about. Yes. By Chris Noth. Chris Noth, that is correct. And he did not like that chocolate bar, and so she didn't eat it anymore. Mm. Wait, no, I'm reading You're thinking of the Noth bar. Uh, I, I used to eat the goth bar. It was just uh, dark chocolate, <laughs> dark peanuts, and then tar. Um, oh, wow, it sounds delicious. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, he was uh, uh, Mr. Like an eat more bar. Mr. Bigger, uh, Mr. Bigger, uh, Mr. Big was bigger, but he didn't have any nuts. <laughs> so I remained loyal to O. Henry. Uh, yes, I know. Uh, technically, peanuts are not nuts, but legumes. They, there are legumes, yes. Yeah, why don't you say, uh, mm, give me that big bar full of legumes. <laughs> uh, to this day, she still holds back on the mini O'Henry bars at Halloween and only hand them out once she runs out of others. Hmm. So there you go. Hey. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm in uh, Louise's camp there when I, was a, when I was a kid and I would go to the store to get milk. Mm-hmm. I would consider it, consider it part of my payment for doing this for my mom. I would ride my bike to the store. I would consider it part of the payment. I would buy myself a chocolate bar out of the. Out of the would you let her know that was the situation? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. That's and fine. she was she her she was always astounded that <laughs> my cheek. I come back and just say, "Oh yeah, I took a I paid for a chocolate bar out of the money." Right. Because I wrote to the store. Then you give her the change and go, and you'd say, uh, "Buy yourself something pretty." That's what like, I would say. Guy, exactly. Who's this guy. But I would buy an O Henry bar at that time. O Henry or Sweet Marie was a yeah. big bars, and so it felt like you were getting. Yeah, it was the same reason that like. I wouldn't buy like a bag of potato chips in those days. I would buy a bag of popcorn twists because popcorn twists were a quarter and it was a bigger bag than you would get potato chips for. I would often buy a Tootsie Roll because it would take so long to eat or <laughs> a Macintosh's toffee. Oh, well, that's... Because as they said... You use all your teeth. 
Macintosh's toffee lasts a good long time. Yeah, and I can do that but because see, I'm Scottish. Yeah, and you, uh, and that's why you were so into into that toffee, into Macintosh. Since toffee. that time, yeah, it would take. You should have known that you were take had your Scottish teeth clean blood. out. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you would just end up with like a a ball of to- toffee with teeth in, embedded in it. Yep. That was pretty much Macintosh. And they'd leave those at the side of the roads and people go, what are those horrible things? Uh, now, I'm not sure how to pronounce uh, Cannon's first name. Is it Cannon? I, I say Cannon. Cannon? Hi, Cannon. Uh, or Cannon. I'm absolutely sorry if I'm pronouncing your name like wrong. Like Cannonland. But a fine cartoonist, good person. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> I haven't finished the episode yet, they say. Well, get, Come on, what are you doing? Even now, we're, on a, we're doing another one. Don't let them lag behind. <laughs> But by once far, you fall behind, it's hard to catch up. Now he's got a strong opinion here that I've oh. heard before. Okay, um, the best chocolate bar by far is the Cherry Ripe, which is an Australian just, just making it up now. institution. All no, those are very good. My friend Shane uh, McCarthy, uh, who has been on the show, uh, he got me a whole bunch of those and 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 told me the Australian trick, oh. which is uh, check your shoes for spiders. That's one thing. <laughs> okay. Two. I, thought, I was expecting something about chocolate bars. Though. Check your shoes for snakes. Okay. Three. All right. Fucking move, because my God, there's a lot of things in Australia. Uh, but no, you okay. take your cherry ripes, which yeah. are kind of a cherry, uh, obviously like a cherry, uh, you know, candy, kind of almost coconutty cherry, uh, okay. and with chocolate on it. I'm really confused. And then you put them in the freezer. Ah. Oh, so good. All chocolate bars are good in the freezer, though. That's a well-known fact. Right. Unless, except for an arrow bar, which will just... Uh, uh, that was a mistake because <laughs> you can't get through it too thick. Um, also, Australian is the summer roll, so good. This have, is this making it up stuff. Have not had had not had the summer okay. roll, but also violet crumble. Uh, uh-huh. Yes, which sure. is like a, a, a crunchy. We all believe this, but poops all over that one with its vastly superior oh. honeycomb. Honeycomb. That's what it's called. The bar is called the honeycomb. Well, no, they use the honeycomb type technology in there. Oh, oh, great honeycomb. But mm, the bar okay. is called violet crumble, which sounds like an '80s band. There you go. Um, it's true. Bounty is made uh, better just by buying the dark chocolate version. All right. Well, okay. you know, there you go. I can see that he, because he coconut's really sweet. Yeah. And so you can kind of cut that. But he believes the... that as well about Kit Kat, Caramel, and Mars as well. Yeah. Sets off the sweet coconut a bit, as you were saying. Uh, you know, uh, all, and, and this is this is a bold statement. He knows apricots are an acquired taste, but I would put apricot in, into a bounty to make it better. Either chunks mixed into the coconut or some kind of biscuity uh, apricot, not too sweet layer. Yeah. All right. Well, it's bo- it's bold. I don't know. You keep it over there, buddy. <laughs> you let us. You let us know. All right. Call it a peach crumble. Now, there's a little bit of a tangent here where we we got into a discussion about uh, soda pop. We did last episode. Yes, okay. we talked about uh, pricing because you were saying the reason that there's so many different flavors of Coca-Cola yeah. are to push the say crushes or oh yeah little side smaller sure, uh, sure. Uh, things there. Uh, and uh, he was saying, have you ever heard of shelf pricing? Oh my God, slotting fees. Yes, yes that's yes. right. So they charge a premium and all that. So yeah, if you want to read more about that, go to our uh, our message. Well, board. let's just say a little bit about that because I actually do okay, think that's interesting. Um, what what it is is. So uh, grocery stores, like in the old days, like my dad was a food broker. So his job was to go around to grocery stores or go to grocery suppliers like the old Kelly Douglas here in Vancouver, for instance, which was a company that supplied gro- like independent grocery chains with, with food. So the idea was they could bulk buy it and sell it at a cheaper price to these in- independent groceries. Independent groceries have really gone the way of the dodo, except for IGAs. But... Um, so, ne- but what happened was, so when he what he would do is he would go say he would go to Safeway, mm-hmm. he would go to individual Safeways or individual Super Values or whoever, and he would go in and he would have his line of products that he would sell, 
and he would they would you know buy certain amounts of them and then he would go in later and he would organize the shelves and stuff like that at, at these stores and of course try and get his groceries at the best in the best place well the grocery stores realized that they were losing on a money by not charging their own fee to have mm. the service done so now what they do is they charge you like say 30 grand right as a company to have the opportunity to have your groceries on the shelves and that's not just that's not just for coke and pepsi that's for all suppliers and so that's why you've seen a lot of smaller companies disappear from some grocery stores because they can't afford the price it costs in order for them to be on the shelf like for instance one of my favorite clam chowders was snow's clam chowder which i used to love to get but it's disappeared from the shelves of most grocery stores because they're a small company and they couldn't afford the fees to have themselves on the shelves so so let's say boo to that. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's really unfair. It basically favors the big companies and, and cuts out the little guys. And we're doing a lot of junk food talk today, so sorry about that, everybody. So that's why you'll see Comet, for instance, okay. Comet on the shelf, but you won't see Bonami. Oh, okay. Because Bonami is a smaller company and they can't afford the, the big the big payments, so they are available also, in French. Do you want to have French? Yeah, I cleaning do. in your sink. It's perfectly good, and it was cheaper. And so you can find those like at home hardwares and places like that, but you won't find them at uh, grocery stores. All right. Uh, here's a. That's you, why, everyone. Did you read the Kentucky Fried Chicken uh, trivia that uh, that he uh, left us? I most likely, yeah, I read, but I don't remember it. But I okay, read it. which was uh, uh, okay. I was going to. Oh yeah, that's right. In Australia. Yeah, in Australia. Okay, in in the U.S., basically Coke and Pepsi. It's about like a you know. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of a oh, 50, almost 50-50 split, which I don't think so. I think Coke's still more popular, but okay. But, pardon me. In Australia, it's 80-20. Wow. Pro-Coke. Yeah. So they've got the only uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, which is owned by Pepsi, to sell Coke because people wouldn't uh, tolerate Pepsi. But nope. they will tolerate spiders. They will tolerate snakes. <laughs> they will tolerate crocodiles. It will just come up and just get you. Yeah. Then you go in the, uh, in the salt water. you got a great white shark. Sure. They'll tolerate that, but Pepsi, that'll put them over the edge. <laughs> well, when you live in a place where there's that much, there's that many ways of dying, you just want some pleasure in your life, and Pepsi is not pleasure. Oh, I'm sorry. That does make sense, too, because Coke adds life. Yes, that's you... right. Gives you, <laughs> gives you lives, so right. it's like a video game. Well, that's the old... Uh, when that's you drink the... when it goes... I forget the country, but they translated Coke adds life, and it translated to Coke brings your ancestors back from the dead. Wow. And so they had to stop that. <laughs> Because it apparently didn't. No, it doesn't do that at all. Okay, from Ferg. Uh, oh, Ferg was just. Oh yeah, Ferg was saying uh, payday is the uh, to be the, would like payday to be a chocolate covered bar. And that's what I'm saying. Because Snick, yeah. Snickers is if so. Because if, oh, payday but, is payday is all ch- peanuts without but, any chocolate. But the bar it. Take Five is the best. I don't know what that is. Yeah, what is Take Five? Maybe okay. it's it's obviously it comes in five bits. Five bits Take of bar. Take five chocolate bar. All right, looking it up. Okay. Okay, I got the snack size one. Once again, I don't think we have oh, that. Oh, we got a lot of peanuts in there. We don't have it in Canada. Caramel. Right? Caramel and peanuts. Yep, five layers. Oh, five That's layers. Five there. layers. We got what five we layers got of there? peanuts. We got chocolate. We got peanuts. We got peanut butter. We got caramel. Oh. oh. And we got uh, Retsin. I don't know what the last one is. <laughs> uh, more peanuts. Retsina. Peanuts in the top. Okay. Peanuts at the bottom. Okay. Okay. That's how we go. Yeah. We don't have that kind of thing. We got a lot of peanuts envy in Canada. We always like our peanuts in the bottom. So DM Shea says, yeah. for me, and well, that's the only person you can talk for here. Unless, of <laughs> yes. course. Yes. Unless, I'm, of course, you're translating for somebody, in which case okay. you can talk for them yeah, as well. That'd sure, be fine. I guess so. For me, the chocolate bar that needs the most improving is Snickers. What? Isn't that weird? That's a weird choice, That right? seems odd to me, yeah. 
Um, Snickers, to me, is the chocolate bar of sin. Why? I will tell you why. Yeah, please do. I don't remember specifically what it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but when I was in kindergarten, uh-huh. the teacher asked something, like, who did this? It was something, I forget what it was. Yeah. No one put up their hand. Yeah. And I went, oh. And I put up my hand and went, I did. And she went, oh, that's great. That's great. It was a nice thing. It was a positive thing. Yeah. And she went, here you go. And she gave me a little mini Snickers bar. Oh. And I had never had a Snickers bar before. It was ridiculous, the idea that someone would give me chocolate. Yeah. Because, you know, my parents were very, no, unless it's, you know, Easter or something. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I, I was able to eat it in the damn class. Like, I would open it up wow. and I ate it. Yeah. And it was so delicious. And it was like, I was evil and I profited <laughs> from my evil. That was one of the first Not from your honesty? I, no, it wasn't honest. I was lying. I was lying. He asked, like, who did this thing? And it was oh. a thing. It was like a positive thing. Oh, okay. And no one took credit for it. And so I took credit for the good thing. <laughs> like, who cleaned the blah, blah, blah or something? And I forgot what it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But, like, I, I took credit for it. Story. I'm sorry. And I got a reward. Wow. I was like, oh, this is the best. So uh, I learned uh, <laughs> there to uh, lie in sin. Yeah. Um, the most improvement <laughs> needs is Snickers, says DM. Um, where I live, they have gotten rid of the regular size Snickers bar. Okay. Replaced it with two smaller ones. No. And the regular size wrapper. Don't like it. Wants the big Snickers back. Come you know to Canada. They, we got lots. You know why they did that? Why is that? Because it, they can just make Halloween candy cheap more cheaply. They don't have to have two different things making, you know, like small size Halloween candy bars hmm. and then making the large normal size Snickers. It hasn't caught on in Canada, though. We still got the regular Snickers here. Yeah. We're more picky about our chocolate here. There's a lot of different Snickers that are out there now. Okay. Bob gives top 10 candy bars. Top 10. Top 10. Top 10 candy bars. You did not know that there were top t- 10 candy bars. I didn't even know there were 10 candy bars that were made. All right. Here we go. Number okay. 10. Yep. Reese peanut butter cup. That's number 10. Yep. Okay. That's a little working low. On, a little low on, on the list to me. There is a theme as we get okay. closer to the top. Sure. Number nine, Milky yep. Way. What so you, that's a very nougaty. What do you prefer, a Milky Way or a Mars bar? Hmm. They have the same slogan. Do they? Mars bar day at work, rest, and play. At work, rest, and play, Milky Way. Oh, wow. Well, they're different because Milky Way is more of a, like a nougat inside, right? It's like kind of a... I always a, found to be very similar. Oh, maybe I'm mixed up a boat. No, 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 no. But I think yeah, I think they're a little different, but they're mm. very similar. Okay, okay. They are the, they're I'm the not caramel, expert enough on them. They're the caramel nougat mix yeah. for sure. Like I've had way more different. Mars bars than I've had Milky Way bars. In my, in my mind, a Milky Way bar is 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 a nougaty. Number eight, Three Musketeers. It's weird that you like Three Musketeers more than you like a Milky Way because it seems like the Milky Way adds the one element yeah. to the Three Musketeers. It gives you caramel. You're mm. like, I love I love the caramel and I like that this. But if you take the caramel out, it makes it better. Well, that seems weird. Uh, but okay, fair enough. Three Musketeers. Yeah. Um, I, I used to have an enormous amount of Three Musketeers bars because uh, Johnny Clever. Uh, when I was doing a Three Musketeers play, yes. I went like, this is the only chocolate bar we're going to sell okay. at uh, intermission, and uh-huh. people are going to get a real kick out of this. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really care. No one gave a damn. <laughs> Number seven, the Hershey bar. Just a plain chocolate bar. Yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah. you're not talking about the almonds. Uh, my wife, Pia, who's probably listening, uh, is not a fan of the Hershey bar. Really? Does not like the taste. Swedish? I don't I don't know what. Okay. I, she's Finnish. Oh, yeah. I Don't tell her I'm a Swede. Which. <laughs> <laughs> when she sees a, a Hershey bar, she spits in its eye. Yes. There's no eye in Hershey. Uh, number six, Twix. Hmm. It's fine. It's okay. Twix is a perfectly adequate chocolate bar. Yeah. It's Nothing betwixt wrong with it. and between. That's right. It's fine. Yeah. That's why it's number five. Number six, Mounds. Hmm. Yeah. That's basically a bounty bar, but, but why, in two why, pieces. Why not go for the almond? Joy, then. Like, get the crunch in there, too. Get the little action. Get a little... 
Seems like the removing things is what you like. You like the <laughs> taken away, you know. Well, I don't know where he's ending this list, but maybe he doesn't like nuts. There, there. Yeah, there's nutless things as we as okay. we get closer. We're number four. I don't the, think we've had any nuts so far. Has the is the hundred thousand dollar bar or the hundred grand bar? I have I, no I, idea what that is. Oh my god, I love that bar so. Much. Really? Why? Why? Oh, it's so good. It's these little uh, rice crispy. Uh, oh, so things. it's like a. Well, that's the. And we have the, one like that here, right? And the, what's that? We have that one here that's... With, but with caramel inside as well. Oh, oh it's just amazing. okay. You've never had this, eh? No, oh, no. man, I just want to whip out to the store and get you one right now. Boy, I, I'm, I was thinking the other day of driving down to get some get some gas, and I was going to buy... Because um, Nettie, who we talked to earlier, Nettie had recommended yes. Tim's Jalapeno Chips to me. Mm. And so I, I'm pretty sure they sell them at the gas station I go to. And I've never bought them because, to be honest with you, the packaging is not that great. It's not great packaging on those on those chips. There's a place called Snackland that was by my old place. Yeah. That uh, definitely has the $100,000 bar. Okay. Uh, they got a pretty good selection of weird chips. Okay. Might be worth our while to check that out <laughs> check later. Out, sure. we'll, we'll, take a, we'll take a look. We're going to okay. try and figure stuff okay. out. Uh, then we've got the uh, dark chocolate Kit Kat bar. Kit then, Kat bar. Yeah, dark okay, chocolate. Still Kit- no nuts. Then the Big Cat. A little too big for me. Again, this bothers my wife. She doesn't like it. Too, uh, it's too too much because too much I think... Business. I also, think if you the, like freezing your bars, well, that oh, thing... Oh, that's right of the, that right to, like, the way. Just as a load-bearing uh, well, beam. Well, I mean, let's face it. The Kit Kat bar on its own, the four pieces of Kit Kat bar, it is right. a perfect bar. Right. Like, it's just perfect. It snaps into little bits so you can have like a that one little, you know, small, narrow, slim bar like a, like you're eating a cigarette. It's as appealing as that is an idea. Sure. Uh and it's just like the perfect size. And you can share them with your friends or your family. We quite often buy a Kit Kat bar and, and break it into four. So all four of us can have a piece of Kit Kat bar. That's great. But I find the chunky one is just it's too much. You know what threw me off the Too Kit- much of a much. Threw me off the Kit Kat bar. When I was a young man, uh, I loved enjoying a Kit Kat bar because you could have fun with the word on it, which was not Cadbury back then, but it was round tree. Oh, yeah. So you could bite it and like, here's row. Now here's tree. Now you know it's like that's right. Yeah, yeah. Own. Yeah. You know it's like all the all the you have a nice time with like uh, spelling that's right. things. That's I forget about that. That's right. Yep. Uh, then uh, number two uh, was Big Cat, and the number one. What do you what, what are you guessing? If like I guess I have to guess Kit Kat. Yeah, you got it right. It's a favorite bar. Kitty Cat. Yeah. Well, I don't. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I like all those bars. I mean, because like he, unless he chose something like uh, like I say, like uh, Eat More, which I don't think they have in the states. Or a, no, I think the government allow, uh, didn't allow that. Yeah, I don't blame them. I stepped in, stepped in just in time. I need more, or I can't remember what else they said. But one of those bars that kind of fall fall off the uh, table for me. But most of the bars, I, I'm just though. To our American friends, if you do come to visit Canada, do try a Kinder Egg at some point. That's pretty good. Pretty yeah. good chocolate, sure. and you get to make a little toy. Well, the chocolate is very good. Yes, you're right there. Also try a, a coffee crisp. Definitely try a coffee crisp. You can bring that back across the border with you. Uh, you can't bring the Kinder Egg, though, because you might choke on it. And if you have a real sweet tooth like I do, uh, Turkish Delight is also good. Mm. But it's not for everyone, I'll admit. What do you call that bar? That's called a Big Turk. A Big Turk. Oh, yeah, that's right. Big Turk. Yeah, I don't really... I think Turkish Delight is okay, but I I think there's also it. a chocolate bar called Turkish Delight that's covered in chocolate as well. That's, that's in, a British one. A, a Nielsen, Nielsen Turkish Delight? Yeah, I think something like that. That's a British... It's yeah. comes from England. Which you can also get from Snackland. Huh. Is Snackland sponsoring the show? I don't know. Uh, Chris Roberts. Hey, Chris. Uh, Hi, Chris. Has said, wow, I'd forgotten all about Bar 6. Well, yeah. Uh, so Ian's mentioned... <laughs> Who me, made Bar 6? I believe Cadbury. Ah, so that would be available in England. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay. You don't need to research it. It's oh, fine. Oh, Dave. It's, it's my pleasure, Cadbury. Okay. Uh, 
It took me straight back to childhood and that sweet van that used to park outside the school gate. Hmm, sweet sounds... van. He said sweet van. Oh, okay. So it sounds like something happened in yes. a van outside that gate. <laughs> It's a lot of trauma mixed oh, up Oh, I can see why six. he tried to forget it. Yeah. This all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm taking this as a positive and it's a negative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It took him right back to that sweet van that uh, oh, that abducted yeah, him yeah. outside the gate at the school. Was it was it a sweet van like what did it have a, like did it have like a round had a wizard on the side? What was it that kind of round window that kind yep. of dome window that sticks out a bit? That was blacked out of course with uh, yeah. duct tape because Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Hey, do you like uh, it said, do you, if this do, van's a rockin', don't come and knock it. And that's why they had to get rid of the bar six because mm-hmm. it was involved in so many of those <laughs> so many sweet van yeah. <laughs> incidents. Then, when they caught the guy, his name yeah. was Sweet Van Dan. Mm. Uh, these days, anything by green and black is great. Oh, what does that mean? He's getting. He's uh, he's basically saying anything that's uh, hoity-toity in the in, in a chocolate bar. Is that what that means? Yeah, yeah. That's like you know, it's like fancy chocolate. You know what? That's pretty big talk from a van kid. <laughs> we used to call them vannies. <laughs> okay. You know? Living in Vancouver, I don't think you should throw any stones. Maybe not. And also, those kids went through a lot. Yeah. Made to work in the chocolate factory. I hope you don't think they were molested. They weren't. No, no. They were forced to work in the Cadbury chocolate factory. <laughs> that was a problem. That's and, right. And uh, the owner mm-hmm. was just a madman they who had, was loosely that's right. what Willy Wonka was based on. They, loosely. <laughs> loosely. They had to provide the cream for the eggs. But they weren't molested. <laughs> Let's again get that out of the way. <laughs> okay. Did you read my Lagerfeld joke? <laughs> no, I today? did not. So is it on Twitter? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it Keith Lagerfeld? Carl Lagerfeld. Carl Lagerfeld. Yeah. Uh, my joke His is brother Keith. My my joke is Carl Lagerfeld. Yeah. Uh, left uh, his uh, two hundred million dollar fortune to his cat. So, yeah, they were fucking. <laughs> okay. okay. Hmm. Um, Bourneville. Is that true? He left his $200 million fortune to his cat? 150 uh, million pound fortune. I had to change oh, it okay. for the simplicity of the joke. Sure, sure. But yes, indeed. Left it to his cat. Wow. Uh, Good for him. Which, uh, which again, I like I like just picturing the will reading and the dogs just there with tented fingers going, <laughs> come on, come on. And then, roar! Ruffing! your ball! Ruffing's I read! Man's best friend indeed! It's my house! Okay, I'll leave. Bourneville is my daily treat. I'm just going to go and look up the laws about marrying cats. Okay. Well, that's, oh, it's all just Batman's marriage to Catwoman. That's all that came <laughs> That's up. all you're finding. Now I want to see what Shoot. this Bourneville thing is. Bourneville chocolate. Uh, let's see. Image. There we go. Nice Bourneville. Oh, that does look like a nice chocolate. Oh, it is a fancy, delicious looking chocolate. I'd go for that Cadbury. Mm, nice. Um, <laughs> and for special times. Yeah. Oh, Bourneville's not special enough for you? So fancy. You can't beat Montezuma's Absolute Black. Well, that sounds like diarrhea, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, that sounds like 100% yeah. an X-Lax chocolate bar uh-huh. that someone's wrapped in a gag wrapper. <laughs> and then later when you eat it and you go, oh, no, you look at it and just go, well, it said Montezuma's black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you think it was going to be, yeah. you fool? Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, I, it says, ideally accompanied by a strong espresso. Why do you need that if it's Montezuma's? But okay, fair enough. This is all sounds very. Uh, this all sounds very artisanal. All this, these to- these chocolate bars I'm hearing about. All right, and uh, I just want to eat garbage, Chris. I don't need all this fancy stuff. 
So I'll say, oh, uh, we aren't afraid to tackle the big issues, though. Here's uh, Chris's key question. Fridge or cupboard? Oh, where do you keep your chocolate? Oh, yes. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go I'm gonna go cupboard. Yeah, I, I, think, cup, cupboard I think you too. get more flavor out of it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. If, you got, if you're going the long haul, yeah, there's some, again, like I say, a cherry ripe. You want to put that in the, fri- in the fridge and or freezer. Yeah. Freezer especially. Um, but, you know, like you want a Mars bar. I guess you can, you could, you yeah. could, but like, you know. There's a lot, there's a lot, a lot of mauling about it. Yeah. yeah. It's that's, hard to enjoy it. But anyway, that's it's more of a job. Than thank that. you to all of our listeners for uh, your chocolate talk uh, this, this week. I'm going to look up that Montezuma's bar and see what that looks like. Hey, Dave. Yeah. What's on your mind? About chocolate? I don't know, anything. Oh, dear. You've put me on, put me on the spot. Uh, oh my gosh. Look at this, look at this whoop. chocolate bar. Look at that. It looks like it came from Satan himself. Doesn't it look like it? Is it, I guess it's dark dark chocolate. I'm not I a, would hope so. I'm not a fan of dark chocolate. I would chocolate certainly myself. hope so. I, I like, I'm a sweetie guy. I'm a sweet person, as people always tell right. me all the time, every, every time they meet me. Wow. Um, 100% cocoa. Yeah. It's, this, this doesn't sound like my thing there. That's too much, too much bitter for me. Hmm. But I understand. Chris is also having an espresso, so he likes, his, likes things bitter. I do like an espresso. So maybe I would, maybe I maybe, should try Maybe you'd this. enjoy that. You'd enjoy that uh, pure black. Uh, you know what I like, which you don't actually, I like um, from Purdy's, which is a local chocolate tier sure. and here in the lower mainland. I like their um, chocolate bars with marshmallow. Oh. Yeah, I like those. Those are good. Okay. My only complaint about those is they're very expensive. Have you had a chocolate dip marshmallow? Doesn't work. Mm. To me, does not work. I yeah. tried it and was like, no, nah, that didn't work. I wonder why. I like a s'more. Yeah. I like a s'more. Sure. But for some reason, the chocolate tips, uh, uh, marshmallow, no dice. <laughs> didn't do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I had one the other day because I was buying, um, uh, some chocolate for Valentine's Day for the family. And, and I took advantage of being at the, at the store that sells these marshmallow covered chocolate bar thingies. It's like a marshmallow filling. It's not a marshmallow. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I do like those. I do like them. Did you buy some more the next day when it was eighty percent off? I don't think the chocolate bars would be eighty percent off. The, okay. the Valentine's candy would be, yes would be, but no, I didn't because it did a hard pivot no turn one right wants... to Easter, like the second. It was like <laughs> yes. boom. No one wants you to to go. I'll be right back, and then go run, run out to the car and drive off to get their candy. And you know we are seconds away, seconds away from the Halloween candy coming back. Just it's gonna be there, like boom, and then it's Christmas, and then then we're dead because Once... like that's the way time goes. Yeah. People, you don't really see. Um, yeah, you're right. But the funny, like summer is not like the chocolate time of year, is it? Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's just too melty. Too so melty. It's, who, who wants that's that? That's popsicle time, bro. It's popsicle that time. That is ice cream. That's why. Time. That's why. That's my favorite time of year, I guess, for food. Because I would much rather have sweet, cold things and than warm, than warm, semi-sweet things. At like the chocolate. P&E, our local fair, they've uh, really come on to uh, deep frying everything now. Mm. So you're deep frying a lot of Oreos. You're deep frying it's Mars bars. Mars bars is pretty. That's very typical. Good. Yeah. Now they're d- deep frying sticks of butter. They're deep tastes, fr- you know what tastes? I have had the deep fried butter. Yeah. It's basically tastes like a um, a cream puff. Interesting. That's what it tastes like. Okay. Yeah. It's whatever butter. Whatever you. <laughs> I mean, essentially, it's, not it's just cream hot butter dripping down your hand. No, like, no. It's more. How, like, do, how do they get us? It's solid enough. It must be for you. frozen when they put it in. Okay. So that it doesn't melt. And then, yeah, when you bite into it, for me, it just tasted like like a... Uh, How much butter are you eating puff. at that time? Like a stick of butter? Half a stick of butter? No, it's just like a ball. Just a butter ball? Yeah. Okay. I put as much butter in my sandwich as I as I put in my mouth when I, when I eat that thing. I don't think it's fine. So it's, you're it's a good butter, for you. You're a butter boy. 
Why do you say butter boy? Because you like your butter. I do like my butter. All right. Well, we're going to have to test that out. Let's get the butter cup out. <laughs> Check it out. Oh. And his story holds up. Yeah, it's true. I think it holds up for everyone. Right. If you hold up. So you, you said that too. Yeah, when we were kids, of course, the popular thing was were if you, you hold a butter cup under your chin. Were you the one that would uh, do that and then like swap it out for a lighter? <laughs> no. <laughs> there was some kid in school and that okay. was their gag was just like, okay. let me just see if you like butter. You'd hold up a butter cup. Then you just take a lighter and just hold it under your chin. Oh. <laughs> That's really mean. No, I was not. Yeah, it, would, it wouldn't really put it under your chin. Yeah, but, yeah. But it would be like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just seeing if you like butter. Sure. I do like butter a lot. I, I like, I, I butter everything that I make at home. Like if I make a hamburger, I'll yeah. butter the bun. Or if of I make a hot do. dog, I'll butter the bun. Do you uh, then toast that uh, bun? No, I don't toast them usually. <gasps> Unless it's stale. But I just, I like a fresh, cool bun. I like a nice crisp. Yeah, I like it to be squishy. <laughs> so okay. I like it the fresher the better. But yes, if it's a couple days past f- uh, freshness, then I will for sure uh, toast it a little bit. Sorry to, to go on to this, but like, uh, do you ever see that thing uh, that's the mean trick? When mean someone's going to blow a dandelion. Okay. Have you ever seen that one when you were a young man? Okay, what happened? Here's the trick. Okay. Uh, so you got a person like uh, uh, make a wish and yeah. uh, see if you can blow yeah. every one of the seeds off mm-hmm. uh, at the at the at the same time. Yeah. So the person does that and they're like go uh, and at that point you push it in their mouth. <laughs> While they're inhaling. Oh, that's mean. They just go boop. It's mean. I, I don't know. Because they're doing a nice like, big yeah. inhale yeah, just to yeah. get it for like for that. I and uh, then they then it's a lot of this. <laughs> what the hell is wrong? You uh-huh. monster. What seemed mean to me as a kid, but it was kind of funny, I was eating a chocolate ice cream cone. Okay. And this older kid, he was a year older than me, he took the ice cream cone as I was putting it into my mouth, and he pushed it into my face. Oh. And so it made this big splotch in my face, and he went, John boy. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> referring to Richard Thomas's large mole, I guess. Oh, I see. It yeah. wasn't like a boy that would hang around in a public restroom and his face was covered <laughs> in shit. That's, that's right. The famous John boy of legend. Yeah. Who... Famous hanging around. Well, you were see, the legend was if you stayed mm-hmm. in the toilet too long, yeah. the little boy would crawl underneath <laughs> his face covered that in feces. That is terrifying. It's terrifying. It's like, oh, you see the John boy. That's why you got to wrap it up. Wrap it up quick. Yeah. Don't yeah. take too long or the John boy mm-hmm. will come. At work, if you take... <laughs> it's pretty terrifying. Yeah. You have scared me. When I was... when I At work, if we sit too long on the toilet, the, the lights go out. So you have to, yeah. you can't, no, no, no loitering. That used to be the thing at the, at the CBC as well. And so you'd have to crumple up a ball of toilet paper and throw it okay. above the stall to try and, and to activate yeah, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But often it, it was hard because the, the toilet paper, of course, you got to really squeeze it tight because yeah, yeah. it's very light. Like, yeah. Otherwise it would just look like you're doing celebratory, <laughs> you know, ta- hooray, that guy's having a lot of fun in there. Just throwing up, you know, streamers. confetti and streamers. <laughs> He's having a great time. Just get one of those pipes, <laughs> shoot it up in the air. That's good. Or is it? I'm just writing uh, my sister-in-law and seeing if uh, she's coming by uh, because uh, we've got a plan tonight to maybe get some uh, barbecue mm. in a bit, yeah, and uh, we're just nice. going to make this plan work. Okay. All right. Thanks so, for explaining. Uh, so my question to you is: uh, yeah. I'm sorry to keep tossing it over to you, but yeah, vamp, bra, vamp. <laughs> I came. I came to this episode so unprepared for okay. any sort of vamping. I. I really. Oh, I don't know what I can. I don't know what I can say about anything. Well, let me ask no, you this I question. Have opinions. I have nothing. What have you um, been reading lately? Well, oh, well, that's a good. That's a good one because we can do a little dollop of trollop. Oh, okay. Oh shoot! I wish I brought the book in with me because I, I wanted to talk about that. Actually, I'm gonna go get it. So All we're right. gonna take a brief pause. I'll Sounds be right good. back. 
Dave. All right, we're back after that delightful bit of intermission music there. Hope everyone enjoyed that. We'll never get the time back. If you if you uh if you enjoyed the intermission music, listen to episode 69. Way back from the beginning of our <laughs> beginning of our uh, our podcasting career, we did an entire episode of intermissions. So, I dollop of trollop. So I'm, I've gone back onto my uh, trollopathon. Okay. Right now I'm reading the uh, Duke's Children. It's the last book in his pa- series of Palliser novels, which was his uh, kind of political novels that, that Trollope had worked on over time. And so I think I'm, I think where I am now, I am eight books away from completing the, uh, the entire run of, of Trollope novels. I'm on, I'm on wow. uh, book number 39 right How now. How do you think you'll feel when you're done? How I think I'll feel when I'm done? Yeah. I think I'll feel like I'm ready to start all over again. No, okay, I think right. I, I think I'll, what I wish I had done though, which I didn't do, was I wish I had jotted down my thoughts on each book as I had oh, finished right. reading them. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, I, there's some that I enjoyed a lot. There was a couple that were so-so. Um, but overall, they were, they were, you know, all really enjoyable books. And I think he's a really good writer. I think he's very readable more than anything. He doesn't, it's not super, he's not a super fancy writer. Yeah. Like I always found, like say Thomas Hardy, which I tried to read when I was a teenager, really, this made me impatient. I didn't enjoy his books at all. Like his, his in-depth descriptions of a heath just left <laughs> something to be desired. And so, Trollope, you don't really get that. I mean, you do get like, a, uh, he's, I have to, I have to say he's cut down on his descriptions of houses. Like when you first start reading, <laughs> when you first start reading him, he's very detailed about like what the houses look like and, yeah. and things like that, which I guess, to him at that time was really important because it showed where you ranked, you know, how big your house was and what, you know, how many windows you had. If you had a lot of windows, you could pay, you could afford all that window tax. So that was really, really wealthy. But he seems to have cut down on that. You don't get this, those kind of intense descriptions of what everyone looked like t- to the nth degree. And which I prefer. I don't like getting super, it, super descriptions of people unless they have something really important about themselves that right. you should know about. It almost feels like you're a replaced sketch artist. Like, yeah, okay, there yeah. he is. That's right. Yeah, exactly. You know, he um, he's kind of given up on that. But but what I like, one of my favorite things that he does is to interrupt his own stories <laughs> and talk to you as the author, which some people find really annoying that he would do that. But I always find it kind of charming that he takes time to talk to you as the reader. And so I'm, as I was saying, right now I'm reading the Duke's uh, the Duke's Children, the final book of the Palliser series, and so chapter nine. It's called In Medias Res. And so I'm just going to read a little bit to you. Sure, sure. Just to give you a taste Please. of his of his interruptions. I really All find right. this kind of sure. charming. He says, perhaps the method of rushing at once in media res is, of all the ways of beginning a story, or a separate branch of a story, the least objectionable. The reader is made to think that the gold lies so near the surface that he will be required to take very little trouble in digging for it, and the writer is enabled at any rate for a time until his neck has become, as it were, warm to the collar, to throw off from him the difficulties and dangers, the tedium and prolixity of description. This rushing in media res has doubtless the charm of ease. Then is a quote. Certainly, when I threw her from the garret window to the stony <laughs> pavement below, I did not anticipate that she would fall so far without injury to life or limb. When a story has begun after this fashion without any prelude, without description of the garret, or of the pavement, or of the lady thrown, or of the speaker... A great amount of trouble seems to have been saved. The mind of the reader fills up the blanks, if erroneously, still satisfactorily. He knows at least that the heroine has encountered a terrible danger, and has escaped from it with almost incredible good fortune, that the demon of the piece is a bull demon, 
not ashamed to speak of his own iniquity, and that the heroine and the demon are so far united that they have been in a garret together. But there is the drawback on the system, that it is almost impossible to avoid the necessity of doing, sooner or later, that which would naturally be done at first. It answers perhaps for half a dozen chapters, and to carry the reader pleasantly for half a dozen chapters is a great matter. But after that, a certain nebulous darkness gradually seems to envelop the characters and the incidents. Is all this going on in the country, or is it in town, or perhaps <laughs> in the colonies? How old was she? Was she tall? Is she fair? Is she heroine-like in her form and gait? And after all, how high was the garret window? I have always found that the details would insist on being told at last, and that by rushing in media rest, I was simply presenting the cart before the horse. But, as readers like the cart the best, I will do it at once again, <laughs> trying it only for a branch of my story, and will endeavor to let as little as possible of the horse be seen afterwards. And so I just read a little bit of story. Mm. It starts off. And so poor Frank has been turned out of heaven, said Lady Mabel Grex to young Lord Silverbridge. <laughs> Who told you that? I have said nothing about it to anybody. Of course he told me himself, said the young beauty. I am aware that in the word beauty, and perhaps also in the word young, a little bit of the horse is appearing. <laughs> and I am already sure that I, have, I shall have to show his head and neck, even if not his very tail. Poor Frank, did you hear it all? I heard nothing, Lady Mab, and know nothing. You know that your awful governor won't let him stay any longer in Carlton Terrace. Yes, I know that. And why not? Would Lord Grex allow Percival to have his friends living here? Earl Grex was Lady Mabel's father. Lord Percival was the Earl's son, and the Earl lived in Belgrave Square. All these are little bits of the horse. <laughs> so I'll stop there. Nice. But yeah, I just really find his uh, writing style really appealing. And, oh, it's uh, very cool. And his... And his, um, his one of the things he didn't believe in was keeping facts back from the reader. So, for instance, if you're reading a story where there's a question of whether the heiress had forged the will and was thus not actually the heiress, he'll tell you right off, she forged the will. That's not the important part of the story to him. The important part of the story to him was how she and other people would relate to this incident and what, how, the thing, how it affect other people in the story. The people who trusted her, the people who were suspicious of her, her own son who is lived as the heir and now is having that taken away from him all those sort of things are 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 it was were of interest to him the the machinations are having like some sort of suspense of did she do it or didn't she do it didn't matter to him he felt like he was cheating you as a reader mm -hmm. by not giving you all the information in the story mm. so yeah it's uh it's interesting uh but there you go that's a little bit of trollopiani yeah seems very aware of the reader sometimes with yeah the, sometimes with the book there it's just like there it is but then sometimes yeah. it's yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has no problem at all of talk of conversing you with you because he yeah. knows you're reading it. So why why not why not talk? I like that with that. My uh, Pia occasionally will read me a book, and one of the more fun ones uh, she read to me was uh, the Princess Bride. Sure, there you go. Yeah, yeah. it's very very interactive. Mm -hmm. With like, okay, now here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, and that's if you're if you're a fan of the movie, read the book. The the book is uh is uh, it's it's so it's different, but it's you know mm. it's it's definitely a great companion. Uh, piece enjoy both and it's not like one will ruin the other for you nice yeah nice the other thing that happened to me recently this has nothing to do with trollop i'm gonna sure. interrupt i'm gonna go well maybe we shouldn't should we stop with trollop no like we can carry, move on from trollop <laughs> the other the i'll way, just say one more th interesting no, thing about trollop. what you just did was very trollop <laughs> yes that's right one more interesting thing about trollop <laughs> reading trollop well, the listeners want to listen to me talk mm. about trollop no i think they want to talk about trollop well okay well we're not gonna one of the fun things about reading Trollope actually is is him aging as he writes. You know, he starts off as a young man writing books, the thrill of the writing and stuff like that, and also trying to become a successful author. So his 
early books, which are two Irish novels, which weren't popular, he was told, don't write about Ireland. Actually, he wrote three Irish novels in a row. Hmm. Well, I, as an Irishman, I appreciate that. I'm, I know you do. He wrote no Scottish novels, by the way. Hmm. Ah. <laughs> but he he lived in Ireland for a number of years. He was he was the a post he was the postal surveyor there for a long time, and it's kind of a career move that saved his life in a way because it got him out of a situation where he put himself into debt, and so he was being dunned. He had money lenders coming to his place of work mm-hmm. and demanding that he pay them, oh, which is what, very humiliating. Wonder what that's like. <laughs> First, I work from home. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they would show up because he worked at the post office as a civil servant. And, you know, but fortunately for him... <laughs> they just tear open people's mail and just like, and he gotta was, be money in one of these. Mm-hmm. These are all Christmas cards. Here we go. He was a feckless lad. You know, he was he was really irresponsible. And so he's irresponsible at work. Right. And so but someone saw something in him and they offered him this opportunity to go to Ireland and be a postal surveyor. like And basically get out of the office. Right. And go somewhere else and re kind of start again, which he took advantage of that. You know, he had a really bad upbringing. His, his father was a, a failure. He was a lawyer or barrister. And then he decided he was going to become a gentleman farmer, which actually takes knowledge. If you don't understand farming, you're not going to do very well, which is the case with him. He failed as a farmer. And so Anthony Trollope was, grew up, you know, as a, as a son of a, of a gentleman, but with no money. So it's, you know, it's really hard to be gentlemanly if you have no money. His mother decided to take the, all the children but him away to America. And so he was left by himself with his father. Then he went, he was, sorry, he was going to school. He was a day student at a, like Harrow or one of those sort of very privileged okay. schools. But he was a day student who had no money, you know, so he had no money to have any of the kind of right. privileges and stuff that the other kids had. So he was basically just mocked and taunted <laughs> and jeered at. And so his whole, in his whole life was like that. He just lived his whole life with this sort of clumsy, awkward boy. But going to Ireland suddenly opened up the world for him because he could escape who he was and become a new person in this new place. You know, like no one knew who Anthony Trollope was in Ireland. He was a postal surveyor. He was this person who had a position of some responsibility. And he was able to kind of create himself anew there. He didn't have to be this feckless lad who had gotten himself in trouble with money lenders and had a bad upbringing and was teased and who you know whose mom was kind of famous for writing a, a scandalous book about the americans and you know so he could just not be that person he could be a new person in this new place and i think that's really interesting and so that's where he started writing and he started writing stories based around the things that he saw as he was traveling around ireland because but what a postal surveyor was was you would go from post office to post office to make sure they were following the systems that were in place to have efficient postal delivery and stuff like that. And basically, and so that kind of, he was sort of a busybody as well. And so that sort of fit his personality to be able to go into a place and sort of bustle about and poke his nose into things and get things done. You know, he really enjoyed that part of it. Yeah. Nice. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out as our question of the week, unless you've got a question of the week. No. I, uh, my question of the week will be, um, who is an author you recommend that uh, maybe people haven't read a lot of and, uh, and why, hmm. what do you think? What's your, what's your hook? On uh, on on that author and why why people would uh, would want to want to read that person. I'm thinking of someone who's uh, comic book related, but I'm still going to say it. Okay. Um, uh, Harvey Picard. You might have seen um, 
the movie American Splendor with yeah. Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Uh, but there's uh, some good uh, graphic novels that uh, that Picard did about his life as a file clerk. Yeah. Uh, and and then he got into a little bit of his showbiz life later on when he was on Letterman, and then quit being on Letterman, and, this, <laughs> the, and the reason he's not on Letterman. Yeah. Uh, but it was really his 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 day to day. Uh, you know, um, dealings with with just people yeah. that were uh, were 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 so interesting. Yeah. Uh, and I would I would recommend I would recommend that you get it at your library. It's everywhere. Sure. Uh, go and uh, go and check that out. So I'd say Harvey Picard would be. And I got to have like a real long conversation with him once, which was a real treat. And he sounded just like he should. Huh. It's nice when someone is like ah, it's like so it's so nice and. You know, he he always seemed to be like that. So sometimes, you know, an author is like, oh, it's, oh, that person is how I wish them to be. And then later on, oh, Lord, they disappoint you. <laughs> they take well, a turn. Okay, well, I'm going to think that Trollope is too well known for this category. Okay. So I'm going to go with this author for everyone. And I've mentioned him before in the show, but I, I, he's someone I really like a lot. In terms of his writing style, he's really excellent. And that's Frank R. Stockton. Okay. Most famous for writing The, um, uh, the Lady and the Tiger would be his most famous work that still kind of lasts last to this day. But he wrote sort of general fiction, but mostly, mostly humorous. One of my mm-hmm. favorite is The Casting Away of Mrs. Something or Other, Mrs. Alisham, which is about two, two, these kind of two uh, Midwest school marmish ladies who are cast away in a desert island with the narrator. Okay. And how they just sort of, they, you know, kind of bustle their way through this situation. It's quite a good story. Uh, his short stories are always excellent. And uh, he wrote a, a science fiction novel called The Great Stone of Sardis, which is also very good. Uh, he's just a really good writer. He's a really readable writer. And what's good about Frank R. Stockton, if you have a Kindle or you have a Kobo uh, e-reader, or if you have any kind of way to e-read, if you like reading on your computer, which I don't prefer to do, but if you like doing that, you can find his books for free on places like the Gutenberg Project and stuff like that where out-of-copyright authors are available for free, and you can download their books as EPUBs. Oh, that's great. And you can find all of Frank R. Stockton there you would want in your in, in the world. But, yeah, I would recommend uh, The Casting Away of Mrs. Lex and Mrs. Alishine, that's what it's called, which I bought a long time ago as a Dover book I found, and I was so happy to find it because I read a chapter of it in um, the collection that was done by E.B. White called The Sub-Treasury of American Humor, and he'd included a chapter of the book in there. And so I was super happy to find it after I'd read but I thought was quite good in the in the in the sub treasury. So yeah, I would I would recommend Frank R. Stockton as a kind of very obscure nice. an author who's very obscure. The Squirrel Inn, which I was a book I found at Powell's in in Portland of his, uh, had never been read when I bought it. Someone had read four mm. pages of it, but had not read any farther. How could you tell? Because it hadn't been cut. Because mm. as you read it, you had to cut the pages. Oh, and no one had read past like six pages in or something like that. Four or six pages in, and so as I read it, I had to cut the pages of it. That's happened twice in my life with that book and a book on Charles Dickens that came from the turn of the century. Hmm. Someone hadn't bothered to read all of it. And in fact, that book I've never finished either because I, I left the last few pages uncut because I couldn't stand the idea of having no cut pages at all because I had when I read The Squirrel and I cut every page. Right. Yeah, it's really fun because when you're reading the book, you get to a point where you can't you can't turn the pages. They're, connect, they're attached yeah. together because in those days, they didn't have the technology to have like a slicer slice and cut off that part of the so book. So people would have like just a letter opener or something? Yeah, you'd, use a, you'd use a pen knife. Yeah. Yeah, and you just, because it was, pen knife is used for sharpening your pens and stuff, but you'd also have it for cutting your... That's good. And if someone bothered you when you were reading, you could just stab them. Because when you... Alone. Yeah, because <laughs> the paper was put into the book as, as a piece of paper folded into four pages. So you'd have two loose pages, and then you'd have two pages that were attached to oh, each okay, other as, gotcha. as the accordion fold. And so when you got to that page, you'd have to cut it in order to read it. 
Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm just picturing all these people in the library all withholding their knives. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like it's a real tough library. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I used to like when I read on the SkyTrain, I'd have to have a little knife in my pocket, pull it out and cut it. Ah. To, I you couldn't people, read on a plane. What people thought of that. That's right. Nope. Not at all. Unless you took out your uh, plastic uh, knife. I guess you could have meal, a plastic. Yeah, I guess and that's you just went, ah, yeah, yeah, it would be so good. Just really saw through it. It would be so no good. good. Yeah. But there you go. So yeah, please write to us um, and recommend your favorite author that maybe people don't know about. Yep. Eventually, we're going to have you uh, take pictures of yourself reading that author while eating your favorite chocolate bar, and then it'll be something, something other element. And drinking a Coke or Pepsi, so we know which camp you fall in. Uh, yes, unless you're Australian, <laughs> in which case we know all those twenty percent rebels, those guys. Um, so the other, oh, sorry, you're going to say something? No, I was going to say nothing important at all. I was going to say the other thing that happened to me. Well, this happened to me uh, last week. All right. I was working uh, cutting springs as we do at, at my work because they're the same deal as the paper. The same deal as what? As a, as a paper. You've that's right. Like yeah, I have spring, to. In order to read, in order to read the spring, I have that's, to cut it. That's how your slinkies work. That's They're, right. Uh, slice them every three stairs. Oh, Ian, don't you know that doors all have different weights, so the springs have to be balanced. So, uh, so we have oh, to cut. No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah, when you have a garage door, it it the springs are balanced. So when you let's say when you put the garage door down, it goes down, yeah. but it doesn't come crashing down and break the door. Oh, that's good. But also, it's light enough that you can lift it yourself. And that's because it has the springs on it that keep it from being too heavy and too light. Gotcha. And so we have to cut them to the correct length sometimes. And so I was cutting a spring, and my boots are really old right now. Like, I have been stretching these boots out a little too long. I have, like, a giant hole in the heel on one side where it's got, you know, kind of something jagged. And uh, that's been kind of bad in the snow. And then, and then I have these little, like, little thin, like, like slices almost where the, the wet, the le- the wet, uh, the leather has worn out. Mm-hmm. And, and so then it's got like a little slice in it oh, where okay. it's, where it's cr- cracked. And so I was cutting with, cutting a spring. A piece of spark came down, fell right into that crack in my boot and burned the side of my foot. Oh. And I was like, oh, and I shook my foot. And then it fell away from there, but it went underneath and then burned the sole of my foot. Oh. So it was a really useful spark. It was really, really great. And it was quite painful for a few minutes, but yeah. that was fine. But but then I have started uh, at the gym. I have started running again, which I haven't done for a few years. Um, partly because I had about a two year layoff from the gym because of my work and my old gym didn't work out together logistically, time wise, and everything. So when I started going to my new gym, I didn't right away start running. But I just recently started again, like just doing a short run, just twenty five minutes of sure. running, not, or not pure running, of course, because I would die. But just a you know mix of walking, running, just sort of interval training, and I've infected that bottom. Uh, it's got a little infected, I guess, from running and sweating okay. on that. And so yeah, it got kind of painful. The, the other day I was running and I was like, "Why is my foot so sore?" And then I realized, "Oh, this stupid burn is like all lumpy now." So I, I had to put some antibiotic on it. But yeah, it was just kind of a weird, the weirdest uh, injury I've ever had. I didn't that go through. Sucks. Mine's mine's super boring, but okay. I had an infected finger this week. That okay, just like right. leveled me for two days. It leveled. It was you. so painful. Okay, well, I was, was run- my- I was still running on my foot. This fa- morning, fair enough. So, yeah. This one was like I'm just gonna say mine real quick. Yeah, which was it was my index finger. Yeah, so like I couldn't button a coat. I oh, couldn't tie my shoelaces. There you and go. And typing without your index finger. Yeah, is a real treat. And it was just like by how did it get infected? Uh, I guess like a hangnail or some. I such. see. Uh, but yeah, it uh, and. <laughs> It's like, uh, and by, yeah, by day three, it was just like so painful. It was mm. just like, fuck it. I got to go to a doctor. <laughs> uh, so, so I went to the doctor yeah. and uh, she went, yeah, there's not much you can do except, uh, you know, uh, mm, like what? Well, you got to, you got to, you got to drain it. 
Like, how do you do that? Big needle. Boom! <laughs> and uh, she was getting a kick out of it. She was actually having some fun. Yeah, yeah. So we were having, we had a good time, and she was like, ah, you know, it's kind of. Did you a, have a good time? It was actually not too bad. Okay, because, yeah, good. she was laughing at my uh, pain. Yeah. Um, and and she was saying how uh, you know it's kind of a relief, and it's like, yeah, it is kind of a relief. You're right. Yeah. And I was like, there are TV shows based on this uh, whole thing. Uh, but then she gave me the uh, yeah the antibacterial cream as well, and I got some uh, you know uh, nitrate gloves and yeah. uh, filled them up with goo and put that on there. Okay, and that's okay. how I do. Ah. That's how I do. So I'm walking around with a one blue finger quite yeah. often. That's funny when you hurt your finger, especially if you hurt like a not your index finger, but then you realize how often you use like your pinky. Oh yeah. As soon as you hurt it, you're like, oh man, I can't tie my shoes like that I, to go, I have to tie my shoes like i'm drinking tea in england or something yeah. like it's just weird yeah there was a time where like my shoes came untied when i was in the grocery store and i'm like ah hell <laughs> what do i do oh you know what you do then what take your shoes off tuck your shoe la- shoelaces into your shoe and just put it back on ah no one will ever know i thought you're gonna say this no nope. you're gonna say uh, that was untie the other shoe okay. and just go <laughs> full, to hell with it at all to go full miles morales <laughs> and go like it's a choice <laughs> it's just a choice. Yeah, I quite often when I go home from work, I just tuck my shoelaces into my shoes and just slip them on that way. Here's the other advice I got. Because I'm it's lazy. Not, it's not advice. It was like a thing you got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, like three times a day, Yep. Uh, soak your finger for 20 minutes in warm water. Okay. Okay. You'll have to pee when, three times a well, day. Well, there's the thing. The problem. The, pro- the problem. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But the problem is like, when do you got the time for like 20 minutes <laughs> to like g- go to a sink and just keep re, you know. Oh, it stay- you can't use a glass? I guess, but then you have to go back and yeah. like dump it out, put yeah, it back in, it's dump true. it out, put it back in. But even that, what am I doing with like a finger in a glass of water? Like I can't type or I can't do anything else. Yeah. And it's just like I just don't have three twenty-minute intervals to do <laughs> to soak a hand. Oh, three twenty-minute, yeah, that's a that's, that's a, a long time. Yeah, it is, it is. You know, so I had I again I have been watching. I'll watch an episode of One Day at a Time. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was starting like, no, I don't want to watch this. Oh, what's happening? Oh. Oh, Schneider's in trouble. Oh, no. Serious. I hope everything's okay. That's good. Yeah, we get through it. Yeah. I, I had a infected tear duct a little while ago, so I had a big lump under my eye. And so I had to hold a hot cloth to my eye. Yes. But it's amazing how quickly the water you're using cools cools yeah. down to nothing. Like, it's just weird. Like, you're putting a mug, and it's first time you put it on, you're just like, ooh, ah, that is, that's, ouch. Yeah. And then the next time, you're just like, meh. Yeah, you need one of these self-heating mugs or something. <laughs> Yes. Like the only way to do it was to put a big sink, or you know, yeah, uh, you know, we've got a nice tub, so it was just like, eh, just soak in the tub. That's a good idea. Who cares? I'll put a podcast on. <laughs> I'll listen to that. Did you listen, by the way, to the uh, we're talking podcast on podcast? Yeah. Did you listen to the Colbert uh, Conan I, O'Brien one? I did. Yeah, I did. I like the talk about uh, magical thinking. I thought that was interesting. I thought it was odd that they thought they were the only people who did it. It seems like anyone who's been a child has been a magical thinker, but maybe they're thinking that as adults they still do it. Or I think I think the thing with them, uh, which you know, was was the real moment of <gasps> was um, was where they went, and the the problem is, you know, when it works, mm. and like for both of them, they both basically they they are so similar in certain ways in that they both replace Letterman. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, yeah. A, that's a weird thing. Yeah, and both of them from their humble beginnings or where they came from yeah you know again conan did grow up rich but like so what you know there's nothing that <laughs> yeah. would say you're going to be the next you're mm-hmm. going to be uh right now he is the senior uh talk show host around yeah like 
He's been doing it for 25 years. And, you uh, know, Colbert's got the most uh, prominent uh, job as talk show host. Sure. And both of them, it's ridiculous that they'd have this job. Like, both of them. That, what? Why us? That yeah. doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, like, you know, the, if you were prone to magical thinking and then something happens that's ridiculous and you're in the Ed Sullivan Theater <laughs> and your face is on everything, yeah. it's very hard to then go, but if, I know it's not real, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. what do I do, you know? Yeah. yeah, that just, that was interesting to me. And I, I've got a little bit of that in my life where I just go like, you know, I, go, I look at where I started off and, and Must and be Catholic. Must be because you're both, all three of you are Catholics. Could be. Uh, and then just go like, well, this is ridiculous. Yeah. This can't be happening. None of this can be real. Uh, well, no. You know what? I shouldn't say Catholic. I should say you all grew up in with a, a religious beginning to your life anyway. Okay. You know, which I didn't. I had no... I never went to church at all. No, you a, came to kid. it later on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a hard. That's a hard part for me about church is the idea of prayer and things like that as being like an efficacious thing to do. Like I'm just kind of like, what? Whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems odd. Like it's because I didn't grow up with it. You know, whereas people who grew up with it, it's natural. The idea that you say a prayer that you. Yeah, it's very weird because there isn't as much cause and effect mm-hmm. as you just keep doing it and then things happen and then you adapt. Yeah. It's not like. You know, I would have thought that I would be working on Mad Magazine or The New Yorker. That yeah, just seems yeah. ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous to me that, like, you know, not as in a braggy, braggy way, yeah. but it's just like, well, those are two major magazines. Yeah. I wasn't doing this, like, three years ago. Mm-hmm. What the hell is this? Where's this come from? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of, you know. It comes from oppor- creating opportunities for yourself. It comes from, you know, I mean, because I did the Simpsons thing. But the Simpsons thing came for us just like doing our little mini comics. Yeah, yeah. And like, but there's nothing in the mini comics that would go, that's clearly Simpsons material. <laughs> that, that makes sense to me how this would connect with this. Yeah, yeah. It's just you do the thing, you meet the person, uh, or, or something occurs, yeah. you say yes to it. Sure. You say yes to it before you, before something you can't do. Yeah, yeah. You then scramble and just go, let's see if we can fucking do it. Sure. Like you with the coloring. Yeah. It's like, hey, do you want to color this book? Uh, yeah. <laughs> scramble, scramble. <laughs> <laughs> you do a really good job, uh, and then all of a sudden you're a colorist, or you're this, or you're that. Yeah, yeah. And right. there's a bit. It's very hard to 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 not have some sort of sense of like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. try to establish a pattern onto it, or you know, oh, I did this, which related to that, which is unrelated to the reality of just you happen to be in the room at the time this thing was happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just that that was very interesting to me because I do have magical thinking and I try to stop that, but by God, it's hard. Especially times when things do get hard and you're like, I've got nothing that I could concretely say or feel or do that would help this situation. Yeah. You basically have to turn it over to, okay, let's just, <laughs> you know. Sure. Hope, I mean, if, hope. if you're religious, you would say, just leave it to God. Yeah. Uh, and it's which, inter- which works when sometimes it does. That well, that but same with magical thinking. It works when it does. Uh, what's it? I I didn't know that Stephen Colbert lost his two brothers and his dad in, in an oh, yeah, airplane yeah. crash. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So that was because he just talked about losing his brothers and his or losing his two brothers and his dad. He didn't explain what happened, so I had to look it up when I got home. Oh yeah, that was a huge thing in his life. I would think so, and it's it's interesting to me that it happened, and yet he's still still a believer. Like for a lot of people, that would shake you. 
to your foundation that kind of lost in your life. Which... Well, I was going to say something that you will see on, in his show is that because he was raised by his mom, and his mom was such an amazingly strong person, mm-hmm. um, you will see him uh, when when there's women on his show, much more than any other talk show host, listen yeah. to them and let them talk and yeah. let them finish their sentences and go on. And there's just this respect that's there that I do feel is there because he was raised by someone who was so strong and yeah. was able to like take a situation that would have destroyed most people and yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Man, it's uh, I well, I remember you talking about uh, I guess it was with um Ellen pa- Ellen Page was on the show. Yes. And you said he gave her all this space. Yeah. Same I, with Lady Gaga. I meant yeah. to listen to it and I or watch it on YouTube, but I, I didn't. I instead I watched a video about how to make a computer, which I think I kinda know by now, but I just find myself just like it's just sort of become my my pornography is watching people build com- sure. computers. It's, I'm gonna do that one day. One of these days, I'll build my computer. I'm going to say, uh, at, at some point, look up how to build an evil computer. Mm. And just see if, like, you know, yeah. you can actually build one. You have to turn evil. your sister into an evil computer. What? Yeah. You know, like in Superman 3. Oh, man. I actually don't really remember the plot too much. I remember okay. gruesome ending. I remember slapstick beginning. Mm. I remember Richard Pryor is you like... Do, do you remember the scene when the sister gets caught in the the ray or whatever, and she turns into a robot? Oh, yeah. That's a gruesome... Yeah. It's really gruesome, right? It is. It's inappropriately gruesome. It's not inappropriately gr- gruesome, but it's 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 so it's hit so many scare buttons. Yeah. That it's like like it's it's not bloody or anything, but it's just so it's frightening but, but the idea be, of being changed like that so quickly. To be fair to the Superman movies, yeah, they're all a mishmash of like, what's that about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you look at them and there's that. Uh, let me ask you one quick question about a movie that you have seen that I saw as well. You saw the Alita. Yes, we went and saw it because you, we talked about it last week and, and I had not it's seen a, it yet. It's Alita. What's the Battle, Battle Angel. Battle Angel. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a, there's, again, I don't Based on be, the manga. Yeah, clearly. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be spoily von Spoilerington. Okay. But there's a, there's a cuss word that comes in the middle of mm-hmm, the film. Sure. And it, uh, there's no cuss words really before. Mm-hmm. There's no cuss words after. It does stand out. And if that to me was what uh, you you enjoyed the film, I did. I was not as much. I like not not just me. My entire family enjoyed the. That's film. That's great. We all. I'm, I'm, I am very glad, and I don't mean that. It's great. I mean, and, I am. Uh, that is great, and I'm glad. And that Eve, they did. Eve, who came with us, also uh, she went in with. I'll say she was. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? She was not entirely on board with the idea of seeing the movie. She was kind of like, this is going to be kind of bad. Right. <laughs> so she was pleasantly surprised that she enjoyed it. In fact, she she took her boyfriend to see it last night. Oh, okay. She wanted him to see it. Any idea how he felt? I don't know. I have I have not seen her since. Okay. Uh, uh, my, my, I, I really enjoyed uh, her facial stuff. I liked stuff mm-hmm. where she's eating oranges and chocolate. Okay. Like anything that's that was very grounded, I really liked a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just felt there were some some jarring choices yeah. that seemed like they were trying to be mature, I'll, which included the swear. Yeah. Um, so now on the marquee, you can go some swearing. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a thing that happens to a thing that you go like, oh really? You're doing that? Um, I think it. Was, I didn't think it was terribly done. That part? Yeah. I thought that was awful. Really? Oh, so awful. That's strange. No, not strange. And also dumb because there was a there all right, without saying what it is. It's like say there is um a person who okay, here's what it is. It's say there's a, a guy that's standing there and yeah. the guy is surrounded by uh four scarecrows. Yeah. And uh it's like, Why you got those scarecrows around? Well what I do is I repair scarecrows yeah. that have been hurt. Yeah. It's like okay. 
and now we're in the Wizard of Oz. And this guy's there with his four scarecrows. Yeah. And then the scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz yeah. goes to attack the witch yeah. and gets burnt, uh, yeah. just burnt. Yeah. And then uh, the scarecrow falls to the ground, and the guy was repairing the scarecrows yeah, and does nothing. You're like, hey, guy, that you repair scarecrows, and your yeah. whole thing is you repair scarecrows. Oh, by the way, he was also hanging around with a scarecrow earlier. Yeah. Really likes the scarecrow. Yeah. Couldn't love the scarecrow more. They sure. were bo- bonding. Yeah. He repairs scarecrows. That's his whole fucking deal. Yeah. Why else is he here? No other reason except I repair scarecrows. Um, and the scarecrow is now uh, hurt and uh, d- dying and uh, nothing. We see nothing there. Don't you think like maybe the guy who repairs he scarecrows? D- but he did. He did. Uh, he did. He was the only person in that room who who helped her defeat that 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 evil person. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking. Fix, you're helping Dorothy to defeat the which That's great. Fix the scarecrow. Like this whole oh, okay. thing is. Your your whole thing is, is that what the, he does? I, do, I don't. I didn't yes, he was like it. had all the things. That was that was what he was surrounded by. All those things. scarecrows. Yeah, scarecrows. But I thought I didn't realize he made. I thought he. I thought they were just scarecrows that he made. I didn't realize using he, what. Well, they were robots. Scarecrows. Robots. Here, they were cyber scarecrows. That's correct. Okay. Okay, but he didn't. He didn't go out and cut bits out of scarecrows and then jump jam things in. And even if he did do that, because like the whole thing is he yeah. loves scarecrows. Yeah. You can see that when he's talking with his new friend, the scarecrow. Yeah. Um. So now the scarecrow. <laughs> okay. Aren't you gonna help the yeah. scarecrow? Because this is. I didn't get that at like, all. All in that you would scene, need then. is a scene later yeah. where that scarecrow comes back and the scarecrow is now a cyborg. And yeah. You know, Hey, we all that, feel good. Yeah, you got good. the same thing out yeah, of it. Yeah. Yay. I, I would like that. But it just felt like mm-hmm. falsely uh and they really built it up like, you know, that scarecrow's adorable, that scarecrow is yeah. the sweetest, and yeah. I love the scarecrow and aren't you the best? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we're just doing that, are we? Cuz they don't need a motivation for that. Like they could anything could have uh, triggered that, but they just went for like uh that and it was like are we doing that and then my other problem was I, there like, are some people that 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 happening in movies really really bothers yeah me i could that i can see that you're one too. i stopped there was yeah. a movie i watched recently which was polar which had a scarecrow mm-hmm. and uh when that scarecrow gets yeah. killed right off the top yeah fuck this film who cares why do i want to see this <laughs> you know some some other movies yeah they know how to handle the killing of a scarecrow and I, and I see it, it's mature, and there's a famous movie that uses that, and that's fine. Uh, but, like, it just felt, really, you're just doing this cheap shot, mm. like, there, and you really are, the, you know, it's, yeah, I was like, Bleh. it's It's just a famous writing thing. It's like, if you want to tug at someone's heartstrings, yeah. kill a scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> We're really giving away a lot yeah, now. Yeah, right. It's Mr. Spoilerton over there. Okay. Well, what did what did you really enjoy in the in the movie? Uh, well, what I liked the most was the uh, ba- the battle scenes. Like I liked her battling. Like okay. that's that's why I went to see it. The the, the trailers, angel, angel the band. trailers made it look like she was a, a fighting a fighting fighter. Yes, who could fight things. Sure, and the things that she was fighting were very scary. Now the way the the way the trailer was cut to the movie is a little different. Like it's not quite as not quite the same. Like yeah, uh, and I wish there had been more fighting. If, if anything, did you feel that they were trying to jam a bunch of stories together, and so all of a sudden, well, like, I, th- I think that's the the danger of, of trying to. And adapt. all of a sudden, she's a football star or whatever it is. Like, it like yeah. we just like really get into. It feels it. like yeah, that feels like because because it's based in a, in a, ma- a manga series that's yes. like two hundred pages long. Yes. It's a problem, right? It'd be like if you're trying to do Inuyasha as a as like a standalone yeah. movie. It's the story is so long and so drawn out because that's the nature of manga and yet if you love it you're like well we got to have that in it 
and we got to have that. You know, we got to have her doing her rocket ball yeah. or whatever it's called. And, you know, and that sequence, it's okay. You know, it's, it's so CGI that it really is hard to like super enjoy but it. Why am I enjoying? Okay. So, the, okay. A couple of, a couple of things. One, she's got a dad and the dad originally is like, you know, the dad suffered a tragedy. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the family. And this is kind of a replacement. He's, he's not her dad. Cause she says that to him. You're not my dad. Understood. So, yeah. But it's the patriarchal kind of, you know, thing. Okay. Anyway. Uh, and so for, uh, yeah. he's treating her kind of like, like that, where it's like, you know, don't go outside. Yeah. Be safe. Yeah. Be safe. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Then when she goes, I'm joining the murder ball league. <laughs> well, let me help you with your skates. Yeah. yeah. So you want to have these skates. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's fine. It's like, and yeah. now he's really like cheering for her while she's uh, murdering people. I'm like, what, what's going on? And, and it yeah. feels, and that's she's, it's, she's not murdering them as part of the sport. You're, you're getting a, you're, you're, isn't she? You're, no, no, you're, you're conflating the situation. There. Am I? Yeah, you are. Because it looks like the people in that sport, yeah, are being killed. It does look like that, but then they're they're because they're not actually people. Well, they are. They're people. They're cyborgs. But, yeah, but their cyborg part of themselves is is part of this machinery. It's like the machinery gets wrecked, but not them. And yet later, when there's cyborgs, you know, how do you kill a cyborg? We well, just cut his head off. There, done. He's dead. Now he's dead, dead, permanently dead. We just cut his head off. Well, these guys are getting all their bits flying sideways. Yeah. How are these guys not? But their central core thing is fine because they show you that thing where they're taking the, the person out of the cyborg. Is thing there anything? Like the, okay, it's like when it's like they have vertebrae that's mechanical going up into them, and then that that part you shouldn't mess with, right? I I'm not sure. To me, it felt like you know everyone was cheering as people were being killed. Like I know they're cyborgs, but they're still people. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they're just bionic yeah, people. The six million dollar man sure. is a person, and I will take that to I my feel grave. I I. I I want to defend the scene, but I don't want to give away what's happening in the yeah. sequence. No, so and I, I get that there's a thing, yeah. but it just felt like it went It went from, I love chocolate, to I will kill everybody yeah. who's necessary yeah. that's in my damn way. Sure. And in a gruesome, gruesome way. Like, they, they really they really <laughs> seem to like the gore in yeah. a way that you're just like, well, this doesn't feel like a... Yeah, a once go- again, true true to the story, but uh, true, to, true to its source material. Right. Uh, the only thing they changed was that they don't bleed. They have blue blood rather than red blood. And I think that was, once again, a That's PG-13, PG-13 choice. Yeah. Situation. Yeah. yeah. I think the movie would have been better as a restricted movie. Like, I think it would have been better as a more more badly, more, you know, more like just a little bit more over the top. Okay. Because it, like, it felt like a real teeny, teen movie, especially, I think, because the uh, boyfriend was just like so such a dud to me. Like <laughs> yes. the, boy, the boyfriend was that just That was a thankless role and he's not he just couldn't carry it off. Nope. Like you can have okay, if I had some complaints with the film, there would be this. To me the actor who plays the dad uh yeah uh, is to me not strong enough in that for that role. Okay. Like he doesn't work in that role to the me. The guy at who's all. not the dad but uh, plays Who the plays dad. plays like the the the, the doctor who who makes her or whatever yeah. like puts her back together who was the broken. nazi in yeah christoph waltz who's christoph in, waltz, in glorious bastards, glorious yeah. bastards yeah. Right. there's a lot of really good actors in this there's well, a lot of really good actors in i've liked don't him. get to act i liked him in uh in glorious bastards and i thought he was okay in in uh, django unchained but i did not like him in big eyes okay and i did not like him in this movie i don't to me he doesn't i don't know he's just not that character to me and it doesn't work um when I was watching, I was I was thinking to myself, oh, you know who'd be really good in this role? Willem Dafoe. Like he's a person that can have like who can have a certain charm, but also can feel threatening, okay. which he's supposed to have in that film. And Christoph Waltz is supposed to be a hunter warrior. Like what? 
No, he's not athletic enough to be that kind of. I am that a rule. hunter boy. I am a hunter boy. Yeah, it's yeah. just like no, you're not. You even look that like all that. just seemed too basic to me, and so it was just. Well, what are the streets like? Like I would have liked to have known a little bit more of like what mm. the world is like. Yeah, and the world seemed you need to that be another half an hour. We've got like a well, and just you do, you can you can do it otherwise. Yeah, you know, there's 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 shortcuts. Um, but like you know, so it's like an open market. But we all love murder ball. But in the evening, hunter warriors come out, and they—it's like, well, what's okay? All right, what's yeah. what's what's this? What's this like? Mm-hmm. Let's see, you know. And, and now I'm a uh, now I'm like a killing machine. Well, everyone's a killing machine, Jack. This is just killer machine world. This yeah. is where you're, where you're on. You know, I put up a video of it that. Uh, you're right, Aster, the robot, you know, from Planet Danger. Uh, you know, it was, and that's what it felt like, kind of by the end of that. It was just like, okay. <laughs> Now you're getting your bits blown off. Now you're putting your bits back on to the point where, like, you get uh, you get scenes like later on where, like, maybe a character will die, and you're like, well, well, no, they're not. Don't tell me that character's dead. Yeah, you know, especially if they disappear in fog. That's what I was gonna say. We don't. Yeah. Are we really assuming that this anyway? Is cla- yeah. It, yeah. It, it 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 felt like again, and you know, I'm not gonna say what the ending is, but but. It almost felt just like a big spinning question mark came yeah, on at sure. the end, which is like, or maybe very, we'll have more. Very, pre- very presumptuous ending. Yeah. To Do you them, like this actor? He may, if you if you like this actor, they might be in the next movie. Yeah, I'm just like, well, just put the actor in the fucking movie. Then don't do that. You don't know if he's free for the next movie. <laughs> you think he's signed up already? Yeah, you know, you see, well, he sees maybe he's agreed, but you yeah. know, that doesn't necessarily mean nothing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, all right, we've we've been GI Joe'd before, and then you got to get all new actors. And let me just say this: living. at least it wasn't Johnny Depp. Yeah, who was revealed at the? Well, I can't tell you. Uh, that that's absolutely correct. You, I stand corrected. It is fine then, <laughs> as long as Johnny Depp wasn't in it for the next little while. I'll, who, I'll do that. Who cheered at the end of uh, Dangerous? Things and where to find them. Yeah. Went, Why'd you get rid of the actor yeah. you liked? And Hooray! You got the actor we that... got rid of Colin Farrell and we replaced him with what? <laughs> yeah. Then they ask, why didn't Dave go see that second movie? And then you got to go, uh, well, this was a long time ago. This was in the 1900s, right? This is before Johnny Depp did all the stuff. So they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. He's still going to be a charming 21 yeah. Jump Street guy. Uh, He's got to go through all this stuff. They sure. don't know. Sure. They don't know. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. Uh, but if you've seen that movie, what do you think without uh, spoiling uh, things? Uh, Dave's gang enjoyed it. My gang, when I went to see it, it was just me and Vicky. Uh, <laughs> we're not we're not as big on it. But then we're the weirdos that also didn't like Umbrella Academy, and everyone likes Umbrella Academy. So what do we know? Le- what do we know? Lisa loves that show. What do we She's, know? She has watched it three times. I've watched it uh, more than that because I've seen all the scenes in other movies. <laughs> like, hey, there's that from that. Hey, there's that from that. Hey, there's that from that. I've not seen it yet. That from that. And that from that. And a little from that. And you put it in there and that. It's like, it's, it's, it's all right. It's all fine. It's, it's fine. Here's here's my biggest problem with Umbrella Academy. All right. That there's a TV show. There's a TV show. And it's show. called Legion. Pretty good show. And that show to me does the things that Umbrella Academy is is attempting. Yeah. But does them. Yeah. And 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 surprises you almost every time. Whereas Umbrella Academy very rarely if ever uh, made me go, oh, it just made me go. Oh yeah, like that, like <laughs> like in that thing yeah. with that. Oh yeah, that's a bit Mike Mignola. Oh yeah, that's a thing from. Well, that's Watchmen. That's Watchmen. Well, that's definitely Watchmen. Huh. That's Wes Anderson. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, Kick Ass. Here's a little Kick Ass. There we go. Okay, that's fine. Hmm. Whereas, yeah, I, I think in a post uh, Legion world, uh, you got to be a little bit better. But for those that are enjoying it, I'm glad that they're enjoying it. 
Doesn't Again, sound like it. Sounds like you're mad at them. I am not. I think like there should be as much enjoyment in the world as possible. If you don't like the thing that I that I don't, if you like the thing that I don't like, I'm happy that you like it. That's great. <laughs> All right. You know what? Because that's going to make for more comic book shows, and then maybe that will benefit me in the future. <laughs> we'll see. That could could happen. Yep. Could happen. Thumbs. Be be a success. Umbrella Academy. Yes. Umbrella Factory, where they make umbrellas. It's a good documentary. All right. On that note, everyone, remember our question of the week? It was, what author do you love that most people, many people haven't heard of, and you would like them to know about this author? Please let us know the following ways. You can write to us on our website. We have comments underneath the show, and it's a very good way to to get in touch with us. Sure is. Uh, SneakyDragon.com. You can email us at sneakyd at sneaky, sneakydragon.com. Sorry, I almost said sneaky dragon. That's not the name of yeah, it. Yeah, don't email us at squeaky dragon. Either. Don't email us there anymore. We've we've dropped that site. We lost it, actually. Someone else took it. It's now a holding site for Alibaba. The, uh... Were you meaning Aladdin? No, I wasn't. Well, what's the Alibaba reference? Oh, it's that uh, Chinese site for that you can buy and sell things on. Ah, I didn't know that. Oh, you've never seen it? Nope. Yeah. It used to be that it was a place you could go to source uh, factories to make products, but it's changed now. It's a lot different. Okay, very good. Anyway, maybe it was an obscure reference. I thought I was being very hip, but All apparently right. if not. If you got Dave's reference, let me know. <laughs> That's right. That's our sub-question of the week. Did you get Dave's dumb reference? If you want to answer that, you can go to Facebook, Sneaky Dragon. We have a Facebook page there. We are on Twitter, at Sneaky underscore Dragon. And we are also on Patreon, and uh, that's a place that you can go and support us if you enjoy what we do, which is a lot. Yeah, or buy some of the things we talked about a little earlier. Too true. That's right. Also, we still got uh, t-shirts and stuff on our website, too, if you want to. uh... Oh, yeah. Yep. We do. We do. Okay, everyone. We hope you enjoy your week, and we hope you enjoyed this show. And I'm right and Ian's wrong. Bye. What? Uh, uh, uh.